0: this is Ted from out of this world radio and I'm so happy you're all here today the, the purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place and I know that if we all work together we can and will make this planet a much better place it's not not saying that we don't have challenges ahead of us and I know we do but we're gonna get through it um, one of the things I'll be doing today will be saying prayers to help clean up the mess in Ohio and Pennsylvania now um, there's a lot of reasons why that 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 happened it wasn't an accident it was completely planned, um, planned out. Um, but I'll be going into the details of that in, in just a moment. And then, uh, the, but the first of the first to the hour here, we'll be talking to my good friends uh, P and Cullen. Um, they'll be bringing in Larkma, which is a group of Pleiadian Uh, extraterrestrials, benevolent extraterrestrials, they're humans just like us except they're in a higher dimension coming directly from the Pleiades and they always have beautiful inspiring words of wisdom and they'll be sharing that today. After that I'll be doing some prayers uh, to help clean up um, Ohio and Pennsylvania and many other parts of the country which are getting hit by this stuff. And then finally I'll bring on my good friend Dr. Michelle Peel who's a fantastic naturopathic doctor who will be talking about the ascension and the new energies coming into the planet. So it's very positive the program today. Um, I wanted to um, thank everyone so much for listening today. With today's show, we should have approximately 1.3 billion people listening today, with another 600 now uh, make that 710, 710 million benevolent beings off planet as well. And I especially want to thank. Uh, my good friend Pleiad Admiral Halosaurus for all his wonderful support and his crew as well aboard the mothership above Mount Shasta as well as all the Pleiadians and the Galactic Alliance as well. I know they they support the show as well. So from our heart to yours, thank you so much for uh, for listening uh, today. The purpose of this show is is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together we can and we'll make uh this world a better place and there's nothing that we can we can overcome. I'd like to start off today's um today's show with a picture of John F. Kennedy, if if you wouldn't mind getting that out. Don, thank you so much. And it's a quote uh from back when he was president in 1962, and I and I just wanna read that off uh when you get a chance, Don. Thank you so much, my friend. Um The cost of freedom is always high, but Americans have always paid it. And one path we shall never choose, and that's the, the path of surrender or submission. And this will come into play later this year when the cabal and the corrupt Biden administration tries to take the farmland in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and many other states, saying that it's too poisonous for our own good and we must be moved off into the cities. This is a this is a scam, and we'll be going into this later, but President Kennedy is here today, and he said to stay strong. We're, we are going to get through this. And I know that we have a beautiful, um, bright future ahead of us as well. Um, the um, my my radio shows are all are supported by listener contributions, and if you'd like to contribute, please go to my website on BBS, um, and you can just donate whatever you like is really appreciated. Or you can go to my uh, my main website at outofthisworld1150.com, and feel free to contribute whatever you'd like. I'm um, also, in addition to BBS, I've expanded to ten other. Uh, social uh, platforms, including, um, uh, 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 of course, Twitter and Facebook, uh, but as well as Truth Social, uh, Gab, what is it, Odyssey, um, uh, Cloud Hub, uh, uh, BitChute, uh, Brightion. A whole bunch of them <laughs> so if you can't find me can't find me on one media channel you can usually find me on another one um i'll be going back to um mount shasta this year at the end of june and at the end of um end of august and if you'd like to come along just send me an email to out of this world 1150 uh, uh at gmail.com or you can write me at out of this world radio at protonmail.com Last year, um, every single person who was on the trip got a healing. One, play, uh, one lady was he- healed completely of Lyme's disease that she'd had for over 20 years. Another woman had um, was blind in one eye. Eyesight was completely restored in that eye. I, I was there. I saw the whole miracle happen. Uh, another another uh, person had uh, diparticulitis in his intestines completely, after several decades, completely healed up. Um, a fourth person um, had scoliosis, a nurse from Southern California. She'd have been in pain for many years, completely healed up. One miracle right after another. And the way we do it, um, I'm, I'm not a doctor, never, uh, and, but I, I do I do help people um, get in touch with God uh, and in, in Mount Shasta, and uh, God does the healing um, uh, with the person, and we usually go to a to a ley line where there's a lot of a good energies there, and we pray as a, as a circle, and uh, these miracles do occur. And everybody, everyone who came on the trip last year, got a healing. There's only a couple of requirements when you come on my trips, and that's to be of a, a high positive vibration. Have no doubts, because if you have doubts or you're negative, or you have bad intentions, um, um, you will could, you could wreck the healing for everyone else. So I'm very careful who comes on the trips. Um, and you also have to be um, be approved by um, uh, by the Pleiadians, as well as Adama and the people of the of the Hollow Earth. But most people uh, are welcome to come, and if you'd like to come, just to, you can go to my website at outofthisworldreadings.com and click on the little spiritual trips uh, tab there, or you can write me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Or you can write um, out of this world radio at protonmail.com either either one um, next month I'll be having my ninth annual galactic wisdom conference and uh, we usually have it um, we usually have it by um, uh, in person but um, I, I live in a state where there's but there were a lot of restrictions. So we're having it by Zoom this year, but next year we hope to have it um, in person. Um, if you'd like to register for it, um, you just go to uh, www.galacticwisdomconference.com. That's www.galacticwisdomconference.com, and you can see all our speakers and everyone there. And uh, it's, um, it, it, I always love to have uh, some great, we have a couple of famous scientists there from uh, Jerry Pollock, um, University of Washington, a famous water professor, to Irvin Laszlo, one of the world's uh, famous philosophers of science, will be giving a presentation. Some film film directors, including Emmanuel Eiter, um, and uh, wonderful healers and and spiritual people, psychics. And um, anyway, you can, once once you register, it's only $50. For the whole weekend it's on march 18th and 19th you can watch the entire event for up to six months afterwards so you're not going to lose anything if you can't can't uh, uh, watch it during that time one thing before i forget i i am planning on going to sedona uh, probably in september sometime um is a beautiful place it has a lot of beautiful energy um, a lot of Native American energy in, in Sedona as well. I'm also planning on going to Peru later this year and visiting Machu Picchu as well as um, uh, the Nazca lines on the coast of Peru and a museum that has um, uh, a museum that has hybrid uh, human extraterrestrial skulls. Um, a couple of years ago the last time I was in Peru I think it was about three years ago now. We visited a, a special spot on um, on Lake next to Lake Titicaca, where we went up and uh, went to this rock cliff, and we I put my hands on this red sandstone, and the the sandstone itself um, became spongy, and you, I could press my finger my my hand into it, and if you looked into the sandstone, it became translucent. We could see right into Agartha in the Hollow Earth. And while we were there, a whole chorus of children from the Hollow Earth were singing to us. Such a beautiful experience. We're going to go back to that spot again, of course, and see some other spots. But if um, more information, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or outofthisworldradio at protonmail dot I can I can tell you a lot um, a lot more of, about it. The um, we have an incredible um, beautiful uh, future ahead of us, my friends. It's not going to be easy. We have. We have some challenges, of course, um, to to face. Uh, one of the things um, we'll be doing during my conference is um, a fundraising for the uh, beautiful Hopi and Navajo people. The Hopi, in particular, um, their water is completely contaminated by radiation and arsenic. And when people um, When when they when they drink this water, um, they don't live a a long time. Uh, Men on the reservation, Hopi reservation, live to statistically they live forty four years, and women live about fifty three to fifty four years. And so, uh, I've been doing this uh, fundraising work for the Hopi um, uh, since two thousand eighteen, or about the last five years and we've we've raised um, a good a, a good sum of money to help buy a uh, clean water filters, so they can get clean water for many of them for the first time in their lives on the reservation so if you're interested in supporting that please go to my website out of this you can read about our efforts or you can simply just uh, sign up for our uh, our conference and we'll have be having a fundraiser there with a bunch of wonderful people um for the um for, for the event so i hope you can go the website again is GalacticWisdomConference dot uh, com, and um, you know it's it's uh, there's a lot of challenges being faced right now. But like as President Kennedy said, we've always um, uh, the cost of freedom is is high, but we've always met that challenge in the two hundred years, more than two hundred years now of the existence of the United States, and we're facing that challenge now because I think um, the government uh, has been co opted. Uh, we don't control our elections anymore. It's it's um, and but but things are turning around um and uh one of the things that's just happened now a new bill has introduced been, is being introduced now into the Idaho legislature making it illegal and a crime to administer any covid uh shots um in the great state of Idaho other states are contemplating similar um legislation and i think we're starting to see a pushback now as so many people have died from the from the shot program but um, I'll get into that a little later, and uh, now I'd like to bring in my good friends, Pia and uh, Cullen, coming to us um, from an undisclosed location to give messages from Larkma, a beautiful collective of Pleinian energy. So I'm so glad um, they're here today. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, wait, we'll let them connect here. Pia, are you there, my friend? Cullen? Well, we'll, we'll get them on here in just a minute. Um, but. Um, I, uh, I've always considered it a great honor to have them on. There they are. Hi. I always considered it a great honor to have them on the show. Um, they always have such beautiful wisdom and, um, they do their, their work like I do out of love and, and caring for humanity. And I know we're going to have a, a, a better, bright future. Um, anyways, nice to see you guys. It's so good to have you here today. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you, Tim. Thank you. We always love being on your show.
0: Oh, well, thank you, my friend. (laughs) I'd pour you a cup of coffee, but I'm afraid that the circuits probably would would short out. But maybe we'll have that technology one day. They have replicators up on the ship, by the way, (laughs) which is nice. So, um, but uh, they look look like microwave ovens, and you just program it to whatever you want. It's kind of fun. But um, anyway, well, how have you been, by the way? Um, You guys doing okay? I I mean, uh, how's your work been going? And... And I can't wait to hear uh, the messages from Larkma. So,
2: work is going well. As people experience these intense energies, more and more people want to connect with Larkma. So, we have a waiting list, and it's everything's good. We're helping as many people as we can.
0: Oh, good. Oh, good. Pia and and uh, um, my friends, could you raise your volume a little bit? You can yell at me if you want. I mean, it's fine. Uh,
2: I guess i'll have to yell i think that's about as good as it gets
0: okay well that's fine that's fine i just want to make sure you can you can be heard heard by the audience yeah the energies are really amazing aren't they i can feel them their things are a lot stronger and and the other side seems to be getting desperate don't they um they're they're pulling all kinds of crap on us um i i um I, you know that that spill in um, the toxic explosion, in Ohio, is, is troubling. But I know we're going to get through it, and we're getting help too. They're, my Plutian friends and the Galactic friends said that they're helping, uh, cleaning it up, actually. But we should do our part too in terms of prayers and meditation and uh, holding our government accountable because they're the ones behind this. It wasn't an accident; it was completely planned. But I have a little another segment of the program later later today on on that as well. But um, anyway um, yeah they seem to be getting the negatives seem to be getting very desperate doing all kinds of crazy stuff so
1: well they are ted because they know they've lost the battle they know right. that we of the light are in the position of power we're in the position of taking mm-hmm. back our control of our lives so right. they're going to they're going to pull every trick out of the hat that they can come up with over and over and over again.
2: And Larkma has told us that the main agenda about this spill was not the spill. The main agenda was the fact that they wanted to instill more fear in people.
0: Oh, interesting. That's a point that uh, Dr. Lee Merritt and uh, um, Dr. Pete Chambers both said last week, that it wasn't so much, a, I mean, this stuff's gonna get cleaned up. So I don't wanna be people pe- get people fearful about that. But they put the fear in them like they put the fear in the fake virus and get everybody and and, and that's that's the problem i understand yeah i understand that yeah.
1: it's the same ted it's the same story over and over again it's mm-hmm. just a different chapter with a different name
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. same old same old stuff um different day
1: <laughs> exactly exactly
0: <laughs> well i think it's good to laugh and know that um you know i get i get attacked a lot here sometimes myself and i don't go anywhere um uh, i don't travel um i i'm asking when will this be over and they said soon just hang tight but uh, it'll be over uh soon enough yeah so um we're,
1: we're taking the same tact you are um we don't travel we right. don't we we actually don't even eat out in restaurants anymore really we we take care of all of our needs in our own home and huh. we think that's the safest way to be at this point until something dramatic changes and when that happens we can hardly wait to begin to travel again right
0: right um I've asked I've asked my angels uh, extensively about that uh, timing issue and um, what I keep getting is may now it's all up to us to make the changes. But under the current timelines, many things are going to get a lot better. That's what I've been told. Um, It won't be completely safe, um, but um, it's going to get better. You know, I had had two invitations to go down to um, the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles. I usually go there every year. It's a fun thing, and I see people I know, a lot of psychics go there. But this year they said, no, don't go. It's not safe. So I said, okay, next year they said I could go. But that tells me that... Things are getting better, but it's kind of like a war right now going on. And so it's kind of can...
2: like a war.
0: Kind of like a war. <laughs> kind of like a war. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a war. Well, I, I want to share a couple of things with you um, on that spill. I'll just talk, I'll talk about this later today too, my friends, but you may not realize it, but for 17 miles before that train went to East Palestine, Ohio, where all this stuff went up, the the, the the cars themselves were on fire. They were on fire. And the conductor was told by the railroad to keep going until they reached East Palestine. And they told them exactly where to stop, too, because they stopped right on top of a creek that goes into the Ohio River. Because once they stopped there, then they, they opened up the spigot on these, um, on these uh, containers of vinyl chlorine and let it go. So that, and they put it such high concentrated amounts that the whole everything would be go into the Ohio River, which would go into the Mississippi and pollute the water for like seven or eight or nine different states downstream, all the way from Kentucky, all the way down to Louisiana, Missouri, Texas, Tennessee. All those communities drink their water from that stuff as well as do their crops as well. Now we're getting help cleaning it up, but this thing was completely planned. And what's telling is last week. Our glorious leader Biden—he doesn't go to East Palestine. He goes to Ukraine and gives them two billion dollars of more military hardware. And the only person to show up was Trump, who showed up with with, with words of support and water supplies and food for the, for the affected people. So you can clearly tell this government doesn't doesn't give a damn about us. And I'm just wondering how much longer will we will have to put up with this stuff. I mean, we should. He, Biden should have been out in a New York minute two years ago, but I, I don't understand it, but myself.
1: Well, it's it's not understandable, actually. It, it just isn't. Uh-huh. He should have been impeached. He should have been out completely, as right. should have Justin Trudeau in Canada. Right. We talk, we talk to Canadian friends on a regular basis. and. Right. They say that nobody in the populace of Canada likes Trudeau. He -hmm. is absolutely disregarded, hated. And I I asked two of our friends, is there a provision in your government, like in America, to get rid of somebody in politics, impeachment? And they said, yes, we have that, but nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody's enacting it but it's part of their constitution.
2: So, Ted, in answer to your question, we have to put up with it as long as we are putting up with
0: it. Right, as well as we choose to put up with it, in other words.
2: We stand up and say, that's enough. We're not going to do this anymore. That's when we don't have to put up with it anymore.
0: Well, two things I'd like to just touch briefly on is that I want people to be prepared in the Midwest, especially in Ohio, but other states as well, To be prepared to stand up for your rights, if necessary, with force uh, later this year. Because under Agenda 2030, they can, in their minds, they can confiscate land and force people into the cities if they want. So that's what they want to do. And that's the whole basis of this thing is to create the fear. The second thing that I I had heard this before about the Hunter Biden laptop, but it really hit home to me yesterday. When somebody had released a, a video that was on mr. Biden's laptop um, that showed him i i, I'm, I can't I'm not going to talk too much about it on today's show um, because it's quite shocking, but it shows uh, Hunter Biden uh, sexually assaulting, raping, and killing a young woman on the camera that was on his laptop that the FBI refused to release, and somebody got a hold of it and released it now it's on the web. you can watch it on the web. Um, I could only watch a couple of minutes of it because it was that bad. But this, they, the, FBI intentionally withheld that video and everything else in that laptop so that the public would vote for, well, what few people did vote for him, um, wouldn't get upset. But it's, it's, we don't really have, it's, it's disturbing those kinds of reports come up. And this guy, his father is, is our so-called president. But anyway, um, there's a lot on that laptop people don't realize and it's pretty bad.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I think we're gonna be given a lot more evidence of of the absolute lies, absolute yeah. smoke and mirror techniques, all of the things that have been going on for years, decades. I think yeah. many, many more of those things are gonna come out into the public per view soon. Right. I think I think by March and April we're going to be seeing more and more of what you're talking about
0: Well, I want people to um, keep, be prepared psychologically for it um, because we haven't been told the truth about so many things um, you know and um, uh, I, it's difficult to think that there are even humans doing this because and nobody who cares about humanity would ever treat anybody like that um, but yet um, Hunter Biden had the audacity to film it. He set up a camera and filmed the whole thing and put it on his laptop. And now it's out in public. What does anybody do about it? I don't know. I mean, it it bothers me to have that out there. And um, now the information is coming out about this spill in Ohio. It was all planned, completely planned. There's so many things they could have done. They could have siphoned off the the, uh, the chemicals out of the out of the. Um, containers safely so that it wouldn't be spread around to the environment but they did that intentionally um but we are getting help it reminds me of the early days of fukushima uh, another another um event that co- uh, could have caused um you know the, the 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 loss of 90% of the world's population but we got help there too and we're getting help now but um and i know they're helping us they're not going to let us commit suicide basically uh so um what are what are things in like in Europe? We don't get much information over here regarding what's what's happening over there, my friends.
2: Well we are experiencing we're experiencing a lot of energies that are conflictual. We have the earthquake energies, so the earthquakes that happened oh, yeah. right. across Europe that were man-made by Michael. not not mother earth having earthquakes and movement but man made earthquakes right. so there's that going on and there's a lot of political control in various countries just like in the united states we don't have the food shortages the food increase in prices like you do in the united states europe is more stable in regards to food but that that's pretty much the picture here
1: mm-hmm. but one of the one of the biggest things that's not hitting the american or canadian news is all of all of the heating oil, all of the gas, all of yeah. the things that are necessary to keep everything running are completely full here. All of all of the false stories that that come across mass media about right. a completely depleted heating oil and car petrol and truck diesel being completely depleted and. You know, no longer having enough to really take care of everything is all a complete lie. Well, all of the tanks, all of the tanks here on on the mainland of all the countries mm-hmm. are between ninety four and ninety seven percent filled. So,
0: well, uh, amazing. The
1: whole, the whole idea that mm-hmm. the that the war in Ukraine is causing this shortage of fuels is absolutely a complete. Fabrication.
2: I think one of the main things that we need to remember is that the agenda at the most recent Davos gathering was to put out as much misinformation as possible. And that's what's happening.
0: Well, that makes.
2: Spread more fear. Put out misinformation. Right. Right. How they're going to survive.
0: Right. Do you remember in our mass media in the United States and worldwide, too, they couldn't wait to tell us how many people are dead or dying or sick from the so-called um, COVID. And it, it it never materialized. It was like the flu. And, um, and then they got some people so scared, some people so scared, they rushed right out, took this uh, shot, and a lot of them are dead now from that. And, um, it's it's really harmed a lot of people. It reminds me also back in I don't know if you remember this or not but 1973 when when there was an oil embar- so-called oil embargo and Arco had tanks of of oil sitting up the coast of the west coast of the United States, especially Washington State and the Anacortes area, full of oil, full of gasoline. But the oil companies kept that off, offshore, so they could jack the price up by three or four hundred percent. Once it was jacked up three or four hundred percent, then they brought the oil in and made a killing on the on the number of money they, they made. So, anyway, it's the same thing. More lies, you know.
1: It is. It is. You know. it is. And yeah. what we don't what we don't understand, Ted, is why the public continues to not see this. It's right there. There mm-hmm. is enough. There is enough information on all alternative news platforms to give everybody enough of the truth to understand what's really happening in our reality. Right. But The public still doesn't watch or listen. That's what amazes us. It's all right. there. Anybody who has a laptop, a notebook, or a smartphone has access to all of this information that tells the truth. Right. Why? why aren't people listening to it when it's right there in their faces
0: the the answer in short is is an is a cia operation called operation mockingbird which was started right after john f kennedy was murdered back in 1963 where they were they were going to influence the media initially it was a propaganda war against the soviets but since that time they they convinced people that we needed the vietnam war that the vietnam war was the greatest things since sliced bread and fighting communism, which was ridiculous, but, um, but they've kept it up. You know, I was offered um, a, a uh, position in that program about uh, two years ago with Simon Parks. Um, and Parks took the offer. I didn't. I couldn't work for those people. And since that time, his group Connecting Consciousness, that's all he does is spread misinformation around the globe. But um, anyway, you have to be careful of some people because they say they're light workers, but they're not. Um, you you know what's going on. What they'll do, they'll mix truth and fact, uh, truth and fiction together, so that you can't discern between the two and try to get suck you into their into their uh, particular viewpoint.
1: Absolutely, you shouldn't get me started on this topic, Ted, because <laughs> there are there, there are so many false prophets out there. Right, I know. Are, they're using the right words. They're using spiritual words. Mm-hmm. They're using green energy words. They're using yeah. all, all of these terms, all of these buzzwords that people hear just just enough to go, this person's believable. I like this person. But right. they don't realize that it's a put-up deal. They don't realize right. that they're being taken in and sold a bill of goods that that they don't uh, they don't understand. It's it's it, there's a tremendous movement right now for false prophets coming out and doing this and many of them are making millions upon millions of dollars on the lecture tours. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I
0: I couldn't agree with you more. And I've seen I've I've seen examples of that over and over again. And I feel sorry for people. Um uh there was uh I'm not gonna mention their names on the air, but um there, there was a case I, I heard about, it was a couple weeks ago, where um, uh, two alleged light workers sell this crypto coin as part of their uh, radio show. And uh, a lady mortgaged her house for $300,000 and took all the money and bought this crypto. You know what happened to the crypto? Um, it dropped from 45 cents a coin down to 1 cent a coin. She's being faced with eviction now going out in the street. She's lost all this money. And the people pushing these these crypto coins guess what they make a lot of money off it but they're and and technically under uh sec rules are supposed to disclose if they make money off of it and they do and they don't so just that's a time bomb waiting to happen um but at any rate yeah people do that stuff you have to be very careful who you t- who you listen to um especially um like um people who suddenly come on the on the, uh, suddenly come on the scene and there's no reason for them getting popularity but but they do you know um and you just have to be kind of kind of wary of of people uh, that way so um yeah
1: that's that's why we call them false prophets right even there are uh-huh. even without speaking any names. I agree with you it's not necessary to do that on the air uh-huh. there are a number of famous writers or famous physicians or famous uh-huh. Spiritual lecturers out there who were once pretty interesting, honest people. And we've noticed that they have gone to the dark. Oh, okay. They are are promoting and standing Mm -hmm. by absolute AI information, absolute unreal topics, and unreal platforms. And because they're so famous, because of their previous work, people continue to listen to them. And I have have seen dozens of these ex-famous people fall to the dark. They must be being paid or threatened in order to do this. It's it's incredible how many of them have turned their lives into a negative, dark situation. We see it every day
0: right right well um i've seen examples of that um actually uh simon parks was on my show radio show for a number of years before he turned to the dark and then in june of 2020 he started working for the other side and if you look at his popularity numbers it went from a low like this and then just like that he was pushed in the media everywhere um but um anyway i just people just need discernment that's all I mean, even the things I say on my show—if you don't agree with me, that's totally fine. I want people to resonate with th- with things, that truths that resonate in their heart. If it doesn't seem genuine, you don't have to believe anything. Um, but um, but don't take everything that everybody says is true because we're all human. We're di- by definition, we're not perfect, but we just do the best we can, and that's all you all you you really you really can do. I want to show you a a, a photograph. Um, I didn't have time to get it in the um, for the, for my for Don my producer the show, but this is a this is a FEMA map that came out um, can't tell when oh it was last year they I guess they had another spill in Ohio of all places on June 15th and I didn't see this thing until just a couple days ago, but I'll just show it put it in the camera it says if you're in the red zone evacuate Im- immediately and they had a they had a that's that's Ohio there, okay? That's Ohio, and then they've got the entire East Coast going into the middle of the country, and they they told people to evacuate immediately. This was a scam by uh, Biden and the cabal to get people out of the out of rural areas, out of farmlands, in into cities, so they would be very controllable. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work. But they're trying it again, actually, um, and uh, don't think it'll work again. This is another one. You have to be careful, this is called, um, I believe this is from the uh, the so-called Environmental Protection Agency here in the United States. And you see that the map of the United States, the red areas are what they want to close off to be for sustainable development, in which all people would be excluded and we would be forced into cities across the country. And the government would give us just enough food to get by, but we wouldn't be able to grow our own. You know, the last time they tried that in the Soviet Union, it um, didn't work very well. And um, actually, they uh, they did collective farms back in the early nineteen twenties under Lenin. And Lenin realized that that they couldn't feed the the the, the Russian people. So what they did is that they allowed. What, what Lenin called a new economic pro- program, the NEP, and that allowed people to have their own farming plots. And that really helped out with the food supplies. It's it's going to fail here, too. But I want people to be aware that there's a much larger agenda on this thing. And there's a reason why Biden doesn't want to help the people of Ohio, because he wants them, he wants them to cause them harm and he wants to confiscate their land. But if you realize what's going on, you can stop it. You know, you can stop it and stand up to it. So,
1: And that's why it's, supremely important for shows like yours to be Mm. on the air so people can hear the truth and make a different decision, make a different choice. Right, right, exactly. That's exactly exactly why speaking like this publicly is so important today. Yeah, it
0: is, it is, it is, yeah. Well, it's not uh, sometimes easy. do this but i've been doing it now for like 10 years so i mean every every single week i've been doing this so uh we have to all remain strong and um and i know we're going to get through it and the tide has turned thankfully um the 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 tide has turned um but um yeah it's um yeah i and it's hard for it's it's hard for for me anyway and for a lot of people here to get good information about what's happening in europe too I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I know there's been a lot of riots. I've heard in France there's like been riots every single day for I don't know how many years now. Do you know what's going on in France? Uh, that's what I've heard anyway. I don't know.
1: Well, the French have always been very vocal. When the government does something or says something, if the French population doesn't like it, they go on strike. They They stop right. the buses. They stop garbage collection. They stop everything that prevents normal, everyday things to be carried out. Mm -hmm. The French have always been like this. That's
2: exactly what they're doing, is setting the way and the example to show other people how they need to respond to these government controls, these outrageous demands. That's what every country needs to do, is to stand up and go, we're not participating.
1: Right, right. the, The amount of people protesting in Europe hasn't stopped since the, the height of the COVID situation. Wow. So this, is, this has been going on day after day, as you said, mm-hmm. for, for a couple of years. And I don't, I don't think the people of the Netherlands or France or Italy or a number of countries, I don't think they're gonna stop. I think they're gonna grow and grow in popularity until they change the tide. Right,
0: exactly, exactly. <clears throat> well, I fully expect, unless Biden's taken out. Now, I have a look at the timelines. I'm looking at him going in about two months or less. And President George Washington has told me repeatedly that we will st- have a the start of a second American Revolution in about uh, two or three weeks. It'll be it'll, it'll coincide with spring equinox. All the astrologically, all the planets are in the same position they were in 1776. That energy's here now, it is here. And um, I I hope we all carry through, and I want people, they say, to just remain strong because they've got our back, and I know we will succeed in this, so.
2: One of the things that people need to recognize astrologically is Pluto, which is the planet of transformation, has been in Capricorn for a very long time now, and is moving out of Capricorn and into Aquarius right around equinox. And moving into Aquarius means rebellion, freedom, fighting for independence. All of those things are being supported by the planet that is about transformation. And that's just one of the things moving forward astrologically. There's a lot going on astrologically. We have not only cosmic support from our interstellar friends, we have planetary support from the planetary bodies, helping us to transform who we are
0: in 1942 i've mentioned this before but in 1942 the nazis tried to get all public school teachers in uh, denmark to teach nazi doctrine to little kids and every single school teacher stood up and said no not one school teacher went to a concentration camp and the nazis weren't able to to you know follow through their plan and like in this in this country the nazi government we have um, if we all stand up to them, they can't do it. they won't have enough personnel to do it and even the even the men and women the fine men and women in our military, if they're ordered to fire upon American citizens or take their guns away or lock them up in cities um they know it's wrong and they'll you know that they, they they'll stand they can stand up to that yeah people have to remember that um it's not it's not so much an outs- well there is an outside force of course that's come in. But it's, it's a lot of people within our military, within our government, who are the, the problems themselves. It's not to say everybody's bad, but a lot of people have taken the money and a lot of people um, are corrupt. Um, and, uh, and the Joint Chiefs of Staff, for example, Miley, I think his name is, he's cabal, he's corrupt. Um, he helped facilitate the transfer of the largest naval um, base in the United States on U.S. soil in Norfolk, Virginia, which is now being run by NATO, a French general. There's not even an American flag on it. It's given it was given over to the uh to the French. Now I have nothing against the French, but it is cabal, deep state. And so what the, what's wrong with this picture? Why don't people stand up to that? I don't know. You know, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, but
1: Well, I think Ted, I think it's gonna take a revolution mm-hmm. to to right this situation. I really do. Yeah, and I do it, too. It's interesting. It's not just the American revolution that we're talking about. Right. There's also the French Revolution that took place just a few years. Afterwards. Very closely, very closely after the American Revolution. That, That is one of the reasons why the French are revolting is because they're feeling that energy that caused their revolution to happen. So that's one of the reasons why the French are acting as they are right now. And I wish the American population would simply look at the French and say, we can do that, too.
0: Well, you know, if it hadn't been for the French, we wouldn't have a, we wouldn't have an, in, we could, may not have an independent country nowadays. Because it was the French fleet that came and stopped Cornwall, Cornwallis from taking over the American, um, the American, the George Washington's army back in, what was it, 1789, 88, somewhere around there. Yeah, it was because of their their efforts, they, they, they won the date for us. So, um, well,
2: I think, Ted, the French are setting the path. They're so showing the way, setting the right. example. But right. I think you remember that this is a global battle. This right. is not country by country. We need right. to get a better view of ourselves as global citizens, cosmic citizens, not U.S. or European or French or whatever citizens. We need to have more of a global picture of who we are.
0: Well perhaps that's the lesson between um uh, 1776 uh, the American Revolution uh 17 uh my history 1799 the French Revolution is that it's a worldwide it is a worldwide revolution this time it's a worldwide awakening it's just not what couple countries it's the entire world and we're we're waking up to a monolithic evil if you will um and we have to stand up or else we're going to become slaves um or worse you know I mean, look at the number of people already passed on from the SHOT program. I mean, it's horrible, really, you think about it. And there's been so much censorship, but we, we all have to learn to stand up to this. Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well,
1: hopefully, hopefully, the energies that are coming to Earth, both cosmically, planetarily, and from our extra stellar friends, will help all of this come to fruition in the next few months.
0: One of the things they've explained to me is that um, uh, we've, we've all signed up for this experience on this planet, to learn lessons, um, to ascend. And they're not gonna interfere with that experience, except, this is a big except, except if we try to kill ourselves, if we commit suicide. And potentially, like Fukushima was back in 2011, the this the spill the the explosion in, in ohio is a potentially could be a an extinction level event so they're not going to let that happen but it's something it's a lesson we need to learn and we need to rein in our own governments on this you know one interesting thing uh, that nostradamus uh, told me years ago he said that in the future governments are going to be a lot smaller because people will know how to act and know how to get along with each other and all communication will be done telepathically Language will be secondary, but communication will be done telepathically. So people, if, if they want to commit a crime or tell a lie, whatever, any politician, they will be able to do it because people will be able to read their minds just like that. So, um, you know, the, the old ways of doing things will fall apart. And um, we, we are destined to create a beautiful, happy world um, living in peace and harmony with each other, without the war and conflict that we that we have now. I know I know that's coming, but it's amazing to me how um, the cabal or whatever you want to call them have been trying to drag up another war in the Ukraine. And no matter it's it's funny, but no matter how much money uh, the cabal sends uh, to the Ukrainian uh, government from the U.S. government, it's it seems like it's going nowhere. It's a stalemate, and I do fully expect solency in the Ukraine government to fall apart this year. I don't care how much money they send. It's not going to work. It's not just not going to work
1: personally. Well, it's it's not, it's not supposed to work. That's, that's, that's the point. It's, it's never going to work because it's all smoke and mirrors.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, it is. And how much of that money actually went back to the democratic party as well, was sent to Ukraine, turned around money laundered and sent back. I don't know.
2: Well, do you want to ask Larkma some questions?
0: I'd love to. Yes. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. That'd be yes, great.
2: Shift over and let Larkma come through, and you can ask them their perspective on whatever you'd like to share with your audience.
0: Okay. Thank you. My, okay. Thank you so much. Okay.
2: Hello, dear one. We are Larkma. Please give us your heart song, friend.
0: Hello, Larkma. It's so, so wonderful to have you here today. Thank you so much for coming on my show. I know all my listeners worldwide are, are looking forward to um, to hearing from you.
2: Can you give us how you call yourself, please, so we can uh, have your energy?
0: Um, my name's Ted, but you can call me anything you like as long as it's pleasant.
2: Ted is a pleasant energy we will call you Ted we like that heart song
0: (laughs) thank you my friend
2: (laughs) what would you like us to share with you today what questions do you have
0: um I'd like to ask questions regarding um the energies on the planet it it seems like things are very intense right now um is this is this the Zenith of the energies coming in right now it's it, it seems like. Later this year, after May, things will get a, lo- a lot better. I mean, we're kind of reaching a—it's t- like a, a final battle between uh, light versus dark, um, um, good versus bad. It seems like we're we're reaching a, a, a zenith now of of of, uh, of of conflict. Is is that is that what you see as well?
2: We would not say it is a final battle, but we would say you are at the crescendo point of mm-hmm. most intense energies coming in light versus dark and other influences for your transformation and your evolution of consciousness. So you will have escalating energies from now through March and there will be many, many changes as the energies shift more powerfully in March. So you're building up to it, but you are not at the crescendo high point at this moment, but you are moving in that direction. And yes, there will be other waves of energy that come in that require change and dealing with challenges. And then there will be waves of energy coming in that show you that you are supported, loved, and that you are changing. Mm -hmm. But you must remember the key point to all of this is that this is a planet of choice. Mm -hmm. Humans have choice. If you align with apathy and not caring, or align with fear instead of standing up for what your heart tells you is right, then you're making a choice that will not support your evolutionary process. If instead you align with your heart, what you know to be true, and you make choices for the highest good for all, in that case, you are aligning with the evolutionary process. So while we can tell you that we see a trend of moving in a certain direction, we cannot predict what's going to happen because you as consciousness on this planet for your species you have choice
0: mm-hmm. wow thank you for explaining that that really makes a lot of sense and i i think sometimes um some some sometimes people jokingly say here at larkman they say well be me up scotty there's no intelligent life on this planet there's no one who's going to save ourselves except ourselves is that right
2: That is correct. We supply support. We supply perspective to help Mm -hmm. you see the larger reality. But Mm -hmm. because this is a planet of choice, you have to choose to make different things happen. It's up to you to say no when something is not right and put a stop to it. Mm
1: -hmm. It's up
2: to you to say yes, moving in a different direction. No one else is going to do that for your species for you. There are those that try to control you, to try to put you in a higher, larger state of fear, try to make you more apathetic and feel more like you are frightened that you cannot survive. There are plenty of those who are trying to do that agenda. However, you don't have to believe that or go along with it because there are more of you who can say no than there are those of us, those who are trying to force the agenda
0: hmm thank you that's that's uh that's very well 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 said well put my friend I uh, appreciate that because I wanted to give people um some hope and inspiration for today um because there's still a lot of doom and gloom out there in the media uh even al alternative media but uh, people I think bottom line is that we are creating a much better world and we have to remember that our future is still very bright so we have to remember that and keep that in mind so that we make the right choices to create a, a happier a happier world.
2: Yes, and you have to make choices in the present moment. Not mm-hmm. only focus upon when times are better, I'll make better choices. You have to make choices now in order to make that future come true. That's a very important point to remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: We also would like for you to have your listeners learn to align what they listen to with their hearts so they can discern what is right and what is not resonant with the truth. They Mm -hmm. need to be able to learn to listen to their hearts, to know what they feel rather than listening to stories that are all in the head. That's a very important thing to do because you're going to be hearing more and more stories that are intended to instill fear. One of the biggest stories that will be coming this summer is that people who are interstellar friends, we call us people too, just to be fun. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
2: (laughs) Interstellar friends are here to attack and you are not safe in your own planet. That's one of the big lies that's going to be coming out. I see. Started putting things in the sky that are man-made completely and saying, oh, we don't know what that is. It could be an attack from an extraterrestrial. Those lives will be enhanced by summer. So you need to be very aware. And remember, we are a more technically evolved species than your species. We don't travel in ships that can be shot out of your skies. So when someone tells you that's what's going on, it must become quite obvious to you that that is a lie.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there are so many lies on this planet right now, and um, thank you for explaining that, because I was wondering what the purpose of, of these balloons were to be flying across the, the, the country. You know, they, they first blamed the Chinese, and then they were talking about UFOs, but I understand that, that, um, that they're setting us up for, for something happening. And thank you for explaining that, because I'll be, my listeners now will be aware of that. And, um, but it, I, I've been told before by my galactic friends, Larkma, that um, um, that kind of invasion of a planet in this solar system, at this time, in this time in space, is not generally allowed. I mean, the, the cabal may up a bunch of lies about it, but generally that's not really done. Um, is, that, is that true from what I've heard?
2: That is absolutely correct. Okay. The time that, that type of thing has passed. Right. There is a protective barrier around your planet that allows light beings to support and help your evolutionary journey, but prevents anything from the dark coming in. There's enough darkness on your planet without any more coming from anywhere else. The <laughs> darkness on this planet must be dealt with.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that makes uh, that makes perfect sense. I'm confident um, that I know humans here will make the right choices. Um, it's, it's all a matter of waking up and breaking free of the of the chains, if you will, and of the brainwashing as well. So many people. It was amazing how many people were brainwashed here several years ago to 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 um, buy into the fear of from a virus that didn't exist uh, to to taking vaccines that don't work um, to ended up killing a lot of people. And um, people need to. And I agree with you. People need to resonate with their heart mind as to what's um, what what rings true in their heart for whatever they decide to do. But it, it has to be through your heart mind and not your logical
1: mind.
2: The logical mind is full of stories and beliefs. The heart is connected with source and higher wisdom. So mm-hmm. it's absolutely essential that you listen to the heart. The energies that are coming into the planet from your sun are going to be impacting your ability to think from your heart with more light and let go of the stories that are in your head. That's mm-hmm. part of what's going to be changing. You will start noticing waves. <laughs>
0: Interesting. So this will, this will. Okay,
2: go ahead. Noticing a sense of feeling that everything's going to be all right. If you pay attention to the light that is pouring in, just for a moment or two, and then back to your third dimensional reality. The more you tune into those positive waves, the more you are empowering yourselves to move through this transitional process and join yourselves with the light that is part of who you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's an old saying here on this planet, Larkma, that goes, um, birds of a feather flock together. So if you resonate with the higher frequencies, that's what you'll attract, because like attracts like. And if, yes. if, and if you dwell on the negative, you'll, you could attract that as well, which you don't want to, to, to dwell on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, we do not like to hear stories of doom and gloom and all the things that are being put on your news. We do not enjoy hearing what humans have to listen to about what's being done on your planet. You need to pay attention, obviously, to what's happening, but not dwell on these negative stories because the energy is very, very dense. You need to dwell more on the higher energies of the fact that everything will move forward positively when you make the right choices because you are powerful beings of light.
0: Right, right, right. Did did, um, did your civilization go through a similar kind of experience as well when they were evolving, Larkma?
2: We certainly went through an evolutionary process, but it is not like yours. I see. We not have emotions to guide us, to show us where things were troubling us that we needed to look at within ourselves. Mm-hmm. The emotional package is part of your species' evolutionary gift Emotions are signposts to show you how something is out of balance in your own thinking or reactions. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: We do classify the higher feeling states of love, joy, trust, and compassion as natural feeling states. And we classify jealousy, fear, anger, greed, sadness, all of these as the lower frequencies. Guilt Mm -hmm. also. Those are lower frequencies that we call the emotions. Whenever a human being is feeling any of those things, it is your job to stop and think, what is it that I need to do differently? What do I need to believe differently? What do I need to act on differently? What do I need to say or do differently? Because the emotion is pointing you to how you yourself are out of balance. Mm -hmm. As humanity learns to work with that gift, your evolutionary process moves more smoothly. We had things instilled for our own evolutionary process that you do not have. And it was a challenging period for us to transcend, also, but it was different from what you're going through. Your right. species has never gone through anything like this before.
0: Right, right. I've been told that this is the this is, I think it's the seventh civilization on this planet to try to ascend so we've tried six other times before only got so far and then we're then and then we do ourselves in and fall back into negativity or conflict um but we're doing it this time and i'm confident we're going to make it through finally
2: transition is your choice and if you act as you choose you will move through where you need to go
0: Interesting. Okay. Um, If you don't mind me asking you this question, Larkman, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. I really appreciate it. Um, How will diet change in the future? Um, I don't think we'll be eating meat, and I've heard also that um, people will be able to live off the prana or or the energy of the universe, so that um, eating perhaps will become secondary. Um, I would love your thoughts on that.
2: Well... Your species is behind already about eating meat. You have been told that you have to have meat for protein to to sustain yourselves, which is one of the lies of the agenda. I see. When your species decides that killing is wrong, that killing is lower vibrational energy, then your species will evolve. So your food is absolutely going to have to get rid of the idea of killing. Do not kill animals for food. Anyone who is still eating meat is missing in their consciousness the idea that killing is wrong. You cannot just stop wars and say, don't kill other humans. You have to start at the more basic level of don't kill life. When plants give you a gift to eat, they are not killed. They regenerate and they produce more. They are not killed. But when an animal is eaten for food, you cannot regenerate that animal. So there's a very big difference, and you will continue to have war, aggression, greed, and separation as long as you continue to eat meat. In regards to your question about living on prana, we will delay that answer until your Galactic Wisdom Conference. Please ask us again at that time, and we will share more in depth about that philosophy. You need to hear it, and your listeners need to hear it. But right now, you need to hear stop eating meat for your dietary evolution.
0: Interesting. Fascinating. Thank you. Um, how about fish? Is fish a special case? Because they're. No. No.
2: no. Do you no. kill fish?
0: Yes. That's right.
2: And, and how can it be a special case?
0: Okay. Just asking. Okay.
2: You're killing. You're killing.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So. It, what what you just said was fascinating because you said that when people eat meat, including fish, that um, reverberates in how they conduct their lives and somehow it makes it perhaps in subconsciously in people's minds that it's okay to kill other people because we've killed animals too. But it's not okay.
2: Very I, well said, Ted. That is exactly the truth. Okay. That is what we're trying to get humanity to understand. But unfortunately, your species is very resistant to change. If you've been trained that you need something and you like the taste, you're not willing to sacrifice it for evolutionary growth. Your species struggles with that. You want peace, but you're not willing to live from a peaceful place. You continue to eat things that cause war, anger, aggression, greed, selfishness, and separation.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow, fascinating. Um, Will there be a portion of humanity who do not want to uh, shift into this new higher dimensions? And will they become um, uh, AI? Will they become part AI and leave the planet?
2: Well, there is already a pathway for those who have chosen not to go on the path of ascension. We know that they will choose to leave the planet through death, not through ascension, and to continue their karmic lessons at a different place, a different planet, somewhere else. They will go into a holding pattern that we like to call the golden trough of light when they die from this experience, and they will stay in that golden trough of light for a very long time until there is a planet available for them to be able to continue their karmic journey. There will also be some humans who choose to be interfaced with AI technology. They're already making that choice through choosing to be aligned with the metaverse and artificial technology. So that choice is also occurring. They will also die at some point and will have to go through evolutionary processes somewhere else too. Only those who choose to ascend through love, light, and the highest good of all in every choice they make will be moving to the new earth and the new energies.
1: Hmm.
0: Thank you. Very well said, Larkma. Thank you for explaining that.
2: Thank um, you for all your questions. We will, <laughs> we will stop for now and okay. look forward to answering more questions and bringing a broader perspective at your Galactic Wisdom Conference.
0: All right, Would my you- friend. All my listeners around the world, I'll send you much love and light. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. It's beautiful what you had and to say.
2: Love all of your listeners and you. Good always.
0: <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: <clears throat>
0: oh, my goodness! Thank you. Thank you so much. You were you were directed to to do this work years ago.
1: (laughs) Yes, we were we were directed not only in this lifetime, but Uh we have certainly worked with Larkma in parallel experiences. Uh, Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes.
0: Well, well, and you're like me in the sense that you didn't you knew you were supposed to do it. I was directed by angels to do this. And um, and my Pleiadian friends too, I think I also had a hand in it. So we, we all did, you know. But I haven't it was the best decision I ever made, and I haven't looked back since. It's just you know.
1: we, we would agree completely with that. Pia Pia and I had rather unusual, if not strange, childhoods. So uh-huh. when when Larkma introduced themselves to us all those years ago. It wasn't wasn't a really big leap of of astonishment or shock because we've been dealing with angels, little people, yeah, fairies, all kinds of other
2: stellar beings,
1: all kinds of other species since since we were tiny children. So Uh when Larkma came to us, it was an interesting surprise, but not a total surprise.
0: Yeah, well, I saw my first, uh, that's great, I saw my first UFO when I was eight, eight years old. I was sleeping back in my parents' farm, and suddenly, up in the sky, I was in the sleeping bag, and I could see this this uh, spacecraft go like this, and then zigzag, and then take off and come back, and I thought, that's not a star. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a star. <laughs> and then round about uh, 76, 77, when I was going to school at UC Berkeley, um I got in contact with the pledeians. they came through my heart and mind when I was uh studying there, and I felt a strong affinity and then over the years they would come kind, of, kind of come in and out and now now they're with me all the time so um um anyway i've I've been looking for that um the the French national an- anthem to play a few a, a, a minute or two of that but uh I have it here, and I do listen to it i I think it's a beautiful song um, but um at at any rate it's um it's very inspiring, I think, for, for all of us. Uh, if you listen to the lyrics itself, it's very inspiring, and it's noteworthy. It's their national anthem today, too. You know, um, it's been their anthem for what uh, over two hundred years, two hundred and thirty years, something like that. But um, yeah, they I I, I love the, uh, the, um, the, the 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 their ability to stand up for what's right, and they still have that in their DNA. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how much long Macron will, will be the prime minister of France. I thought he'd be gone last year, but, uh, you know, it seems, it seems like we've got a whole cabal worth of these awful leaders. Um, but I think what it'll be like the domino effect. Once once Biden goes, then Trudeau will go, and Macron will go, and all these other horrible leaders will go. So that's they'll, they'll be like dominoes. You puff one down, they'll all fall, fall.
1: Yeah, they'll all fall. But... Um, okay. I think that will be inevitable. I think once I think once a certain country realizes that their leader must go, I think it will be contagious actually from country to country to country. Right, right. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of time. Um already um there are people within um I think within the US federal government who don't follow Biden's orders. Um for example, the border—the border coming in from Canada—I've heard a lot of people coming across, and they don't ask for the vaccine uh, certificates. They don't care about taking the PCR test. They just kind of ignore it. Depends on who you get, but a lot of the officers coming across the Canadian-U.S. border don't don't enforce it. They don't care, you know. And um, that's one example of it, yeah. Because Biden's fake anyway, so, but. Um, and I think that the lesson for all of humanity in the future is we won't need heavy-handed government like we've got now to inf- to enforce regulations and like a police state um, uh, upon us, because we'll know how to act, and we won't need anybody to tell us how, what to do or what not yeah,
2: to do. I think we've never needed anybody to tell us what to do. Right, yeah. The problem is that we have believed we needed somebody outside of ourselves to tell us what to do, whether mm-hmm. that religion, or a government, or a school, or a parent. We don't need someone else to tell us what to do. Parents are there to guide children to become who they are, to keep them safe, provide them unconditional love, and to help make clear choices with logical consequences. Parents do that. Therefore, it ripples out into the churches, it ripples out into the government, it ripples out into the schools, Part of the problem is we've been looking for everyone to take care of us instead of taking care of ourselves.
0: Right. I couldn't agree with you more, my friends. And that's what we're headed for. Because people, I think, will get, I see the path now. Uh, Nostradamus told me about it years ago, but he said, I think people will get so disgusted. (laughs) They don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) You know, you know. You know, if you look at if you want to look at a country, look at Mexico, which is uh, they never had any lockdowns, they never had any mandatory shot program, and the country the country is doing very well, thank you very much. There's been no lockdowns; they're doing fine economically. Um, the U.S. is kind of a mess, but Mexico isn't. If you just leave people alone to live the life that they want to live, they'll be just fine. And you know, you know, they have issues in Mexico. No place is perfect, but they're a lot better off than we are nowadays. Because they it's didn't good. mandate anything, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting year. I think um, it's going to be a game changing year. This is the year that things are really going to ramp up and change as well. And what Larkma talked about um, the energies um, coming in next month, I, I think is I feel it. Yeah, uh, George uh, President George Washington told me about this months ago. He said um it was about it was in the fall and at that time uh not everything had had had, had solidified become clear he said last fall that there was only a 20 percent of american revolution second american revolution starting in march but as time kept going on as like for the u.s supreme court refused to invalidate the 2020 fake elections a lot of other things going on he said now it's gone to 100 percent. so he said it'll be about the third second third week a spring Equinox next month, where the energies will reach a crescendo. So, yeah,
1: I, I think both astrologically and from other sources of of energetic change, right. I think we're going to see a wholesale shift in in the entire world between this March and January of 2024. I think the next ten or eleven months. Right. are going to be pivotal in us seeing and experiencing wholesale changes in everything. I think we'll be shocked and surprised.
2: And in the shorter range of looking at what's going on astrologically and with the earth herself, I think it's going to begin somewhere around March 8th, because Saturn makes a huge transition around March 8th right. into more spiritual energies, bringing in right. more light. Right. And then After that, we have multiple other ripples of things changing. We go through a very strong, intense eclipse season with a solar eclipse happening in April, followed by a lunar eclipse happening on May the 5th. So I think between March the 8th and May the 5th, including what we were talking about around spring equinox, that's when we're going to see tremendous changes.
0: I don't see Biden being president by May. I'm just saying no. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's what I got, you know, well,
2: that, that maybe, sense.
0: maybe he'll lose his yo-yo, and then he'll um, have a, <laughs> you know, he'll have a nervous breakdown, um, and he would have forgot his baby formula where he could squeeze his bottle, I don't know, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> something like that is going to happen. Um, you know, and and somebody there on his with his cabinet didn't have enough yo-, yo didn't have a yo-yo for him, and then he went into a you know some sort of life-threatening illness. I don't know, but I I do see that happening. I don't think even Biden's even alive. I think he's just alive on a CGI screen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Could be. It's possible. We
2: have to question everything these days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. 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 Well, I
1: think I think your theory of the of the the domino effect is really going to be a true reality. I think once certain governments, certain leaders begin to fall, I think it will just become part of the slippery slope. And I think it will just move forward, move forward, move forward. So I think in the next year, we're going to see amazing things.
0: Well, I think the truth's gonna come out because this is a time of truth, that things that are true will be shown to be true, and those that are false will be shown to be false and fall by the wayside. For example, how will um, uh, most Americans behave when they find out that Biden's been dead for two years or three years? I mean, all you have is actors? What about Newsom in California? He died a year, more than a year ago, after he took the third booster, and he was replaced by a body double. Um, I've gotten word, too, that uh, the Washington State Governor Inslee is also another double because he's long gone, too. I mean, a lot of these corrupt politicians have all been replaced by doubles or clones or whatever. And um, I I just, uh, what, what, how, that's, is that legal? I don't think so.
2: (laughs) I doubt
1: it.
0: I don't think it's legal. (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> I don't you
1: know, think i don't I don't think much of what's going on in the world today is legal
0: <laughs> probably right, yeah, that's probably true
1: <laughs> i mean when, when there are a handful of people yeah. meeting at the Davos conference and the Bilderberg okay. conference every year, that tiny amount of elite people. Right. Are making all the decisions that are filtering down through all governments, through all agencies, through right. everything, and none of none of what they propose is legal. They're doing it because they feel they have the power to do it. None of them are elected officials. None of them are truly expert in any field. Right. Um, of course, Klaus Schwab believes he's an economic. Forecaster of some great, great understanding, but obviously he's not. So none of this, none of this is is legal from any standpoint.
0: Guess what? Uh, guess who uh, taught Schwab everything? Klaus Schwab everything he knows.
1: Henry Kissinger.
0: Well, yeah, it was one of it. Yeah, it was one of it. But his his father too. You know what his father did in World War Two? Nope. He was a Nazi SS officer in southern Germany, and he used concentration camp labor. So that's where he learned a lot, and then, of course, he learned uh, other as well. So he was a member of the National Socialist Party in Germany. And so we've got that tread, that energy, today. So
1: Absolutely. he He believes he can run the world using those... Techniques that you just described—that's right. exactly that's exactly his platform. He just doesn't speak about it in those terms.
0: No, he uses other other terms as as well
1: as yeah. well. You know, it, anybody anybody who has looked at history, who has been wide read, can see all of these trends, all all of these things that have to do with propaganda or controlled situations or whatever advertising, whatever whatever the media did in all of these different situations, the trends are the same. They just have a different sparkle. They just have a little bit different tinge of color. But mm-hmm. anybody who's a thinking person can see that they're all connected.
0: One thing I want people to remember, too, um, there is a negative uh, extraterrestrial species that the United States government and other governments have been collaborating with since 1954 are the reptilians, and they feed off of what's called Lush, or negativity, so when we have a war or we're fighting, they love that energy, they don't like love and light, laughter, they want negativity, so that the, the, the a government, often, if it's very negative and keeps people sad and, and in prison, that provides energy, negative energy, for this negative extraterrestrial species to, to feed off of. But as we ascend to the higher dimensions, there's going to be less and less of it to the point where we won't have any more. And once once we're in a happy state, a harmonious um, planet, harmonious society, they won't have anything to feed off of. They won't have any negativity to feed off of anymore. And they'll leave. Well, they're getting oh. forced out now, but they won't be able to stay here.
2: Ted, the dark humans also feed off of negative energy.
0: True, yeah.
2: You can't Funny. just, it's extraterrestrial, it feeds off a of negative energy. Anything that is negative is going to feed other negativity, which is why it's so important for us to be positive. Remember that we're making it through this. Remember we're going to do it together. Remember the power of making higher choices for the highest good of all. As long as we focus on that, we move where we're supposed to be, and the light is supporting us and helping us to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you, I've wanted to ask you, when you talk to your friend Larkma, is it, um, uh, is it every day or every week, or how How does he, is it suddenly, you have a, do you have a meditation time that you talk to him, or, um, that, or how, how does,
2: First of all, LARCMA is not a him or a her. LARCMA is a group of six individuals that are one grouping. They call themselves one of six and six of one. And we have a two-way open communication where they can do what they call give us a nudge, that they want to talk to us, or we can sit down and join hands because we have to be touching when they come through. They won't come through just me or just Cullen and when they come through we can if we sit down and say we want to talk to you Laura, well, they're there instantly
1: because be, because of their multidimensional makeup they can be anywhere at any time they can be in multiple places always so they they can be off doing something keeping someone's finger off of a nuclear warhead button well wow. and being talking to us or being somewhere in an, in another realm at the same time we talk to them every day uh, it's a they're
2: always with us it's a
1: it's a daily it's a daily communication
2: you might say we have eight eight members in our family the six of them and the two of us
0: oh how beautiful is that that's wonderful yeah that's great that's great well i, I talk to uh, my friend plydian abrahosorus uh, pretty much every day and then all my angels and my family my dad on the other side so I, I do talk to them constantly actually and they give me they give me warnings um if for example uh if it's uh better for me to stay close to home uh, they give me that warning or you know so I, i'm always checking yeah.
1: yeah we are we are too we, are too. we have we Spirit. have not gotten on flights or not traveled in certain situations because of the extra information that we do receive. So yeah.
2: we, we, understand, we, understand.
1: we respect, we always respect that and do our very best to listen.
0: Right. And I'm grateful too for their help because without their help, I wouldn't be sitting here right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wouldn't, we certainly wouldn't be doing what we're doing for the same reason.
0: Right, 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 right. right. Um all I've been told all eyes of the universe are upon us right now to see what choices we make.
1: Oh
2: that, we, we know that's true.
1: That that is a, a really important topic. Um maybe we could talk about that at some point at, at length.
2: Maybe on the Galactic Conference we can talk about that.
1: Yeah, we're yeah, absolutely we're being, absolutely we're being, just briefly we're being watched as a species by more energies throughout the universes and the galaxies than has ever been studied before. What what we choose here as, as the human species is important that's going to ripple out everywhere. Our choices, yeah. our personal responsibility is much larger than we can ever imagine. It's not just how it affects us or another person or another nation. It's going to affect Everyone. So yes, we're being watched and we're being overlighted because they want us to evolve. They want us to move ahead.
2: And you can you can ask Larkma more about that during the galactic conference. They'll go and happily go into detail about that for you.
0: Okay, I know. Thank you for mentioning that. I I, I have noticed um, that I have a large um, audience here on the planet. Today's show it should be about 1.3 billion. But off-planet, we should have around 710 million off-planet listeners, and that, that increases every week. And people, they're interested in what's goes on here because, um, you know what, it, it gives them a slice of, 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 uh, of what we're doing in reality. Um, but um, I don't think they watch much CNN, but... <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they
1: just... <laughs> if we, Ted, if we could see all the ships simultaneously. It would be bumper to bumper completely encircling this planet.
0: Actually, I did see that. I was at Shasta last year, and I was camped out um, in the middle of this field, and I had an air mattress. And it was just for the heck of it, I'd gotten a, um, a, a, a pair of night vision um, binoculars. And I was up there looking at the sky, and I thought, oh my God, somebody's going to have an accident. I mean, it was just like, it was like bumpers. It was all these, there were UFOs everywhere, just everywhere. And I thought, oh, my God, are you guys going to go okay? And they said, yeah, don't worry. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> but,
1: They're good pilots.
0: Yeah, I, I assume they are. Yeah. Uh, they...
2: <laughs> Ted, this has been fun. We always enjoy our shows with you. Thank you for this time together. And we look forward to seeing you again and... Sharing with your audience again soon.
0: Okay, wonderful, my friends. Oh, by the way, about your email. Yeah, just just send me your pre record is fine. I, I I I I thought we were gonna do a separate, but you're right. Yeah.
2: You can do it either way you like. If you prefer to ask questions and interview according to what's going on, that's fine. If you want us to pre record, we we can do it either way that you want. It's we have your no,
1: choice. It's
0: your
2: choice. We have Okay.
0: No- yeah. Well, maybe it'd be good if I could ask some questions would be great.
2: Sure. All right, yeah. then we'll plan to we'll look for your Zoom link and we'll plan to be with you on March 9th.
0: Oh, that's that's fine. That's fine. And then um, yeah, that be, that'd be great. That'd be okay. great.
2: All yeah. Right. Have a good evening day, the rest of your day.
0: <laughs> it's a uh, morning. Morning? Yeah, it's morning here.
1: <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Thank All right. you for another great conversation.
0: Always fun to talk to you guys, and I hope you have a beautiful and happy day. Thanks so much for joining me. That's great.
1: Bye-bye
0: for now. Okay, my friends. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Wasn't that great? I, I lo- always love talking to them. They always have so much information to um, to share. Kind of get it um, put a little inspiration to today's show and play the French national anthem just a couple of minutes I've got it here on my phone I'll just I'll just play it here because it uh, the uh, French Revolution occurred back in 1799 and we've got the same energies now my friends I'll just play it for a minute or two here I wanted to share that with everyone today because uh, I was alive during, in a previous life during the French Revolution as well as the American Revolution. I remember those energies very well. And we're coming up to an, a very important po- um, a part and part of um, a segment of, Amer- of humanity's History now with the um, start of the second American Revolution, which should be in about three weeks approximately. Because those energies will peak at the uh, spring's um, equinox next month, about the 21st of March. So just watch and wait, my friends. It's going to be a, a very, a very, very interesting time. Uh, now, for the next half hour, I'll be discussing the uh, Ohio um, uh, toxic explosion, which was completely planned by the negatives and the railroad. Um, but I'm not going to, it's not going to be in a doom and gloom, uh, thing. Instead, I'm going to ask everyone to pray and for, uh, to help clean up, um, the, the area. And it is actually getting help, getting help right now. It's getting cleaned up by both the Pleiadians, our beautiful bl- brothers and sisters of the Pleiadians, as well as the Galactic Alliance. For those of you who don't know much about the Galactic Alliance, the Galactic Alliance is an alliance. Of uh, 450 million planets, um, uh, or approximately seven trillion um, benevolent beings, uh, in this in this part, uh, this one third part of the Milky Way galaxy, they are up to 100,000 years ahead of us technologically, and up to 50,000 years ahead of us spiritually, and uh, they are helping. Um, they uh they are helping because um the supreme being or god if you will who created all that there is has decreed that they will not allow allow god's creation us to commit suicide to destroy ourselves so they are helping but i want everyone also to thank them for their help and also to ask for their help because we should play a part in this since it's our planet and um they, they they we have some very negative elements right now on the planet trying to destroy us so everyone i want people to put their hand in their heart and i want them to say it's a it's a hawaiian uh, healing prayer called the whole onopono and it goes something like this i'll say it once and then we can repeat it a couple of times um uh water we're sorry water please forgive us water we um we thank you and water we love you so i want everyone listening today Please, thank you so much, Don. I appreciate it. It's a special prayer for the whole Onopono. And just say it after me. I'm going to say it three times. Uh, So it goes like this. And send lots of love and light when you say this to to the fields and farms around Ohio and Pennsylvania, up and down the East Coast, um, and down through the Mississippi, um, because uh, the negatives have tried to poison about a half of the United States. Um, This was intentional I'll go in through a few things here, but please say it after me. Water, we're sorry, no matter what language you speak. Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. Great. I want to do it twice more. Uh, Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. And then one more time too, my friends. Uh, water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. And then bathe the entire uh, Ohio region um, and Pennsylvania and all the way down down to the Mississippi as, and, and out to the East Coast to Massachusetts, New England, Virginia, Kentucky, West Virginia, that whole area in golden yellow light, that'll help heal the area. Um, and because this was a planned event, um, and, but we can counteract everything and, cl- and clean it up. As I said, the Pleiadians are cleaning it up. They have technology that's 80,000 years ahead of us. The Galactics have technology that's 100,000 year, years ahead of us, and it's absolutely no problem at all for them to clean it up, but they want us to help because it's our planet and it's our lesson to learn and we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier planet and if we all work together i know we can we can overcome anything um but please send lots of love and light to that area and especially to the all the animals that have died people who have been affected their health is affected um but i i know we're going to get through this um there's uh but we are and we are getting help we're, we're getting um we're, we're getting um a, a lot of help and i want people to uh to, uh, to, to realize that. So it's not a doom and gloom situation. We're going to get through it. The negatives are doing everything they can to stop us, but none of it's going to work, and they're not going to be successful. And as Winston Churchill said in June 1940, when the Nazis were attacking London, he said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. because. Um, uh, fear can paralyze you, can stop you from doing actions. But I want you to be strong and know that we are getting help, and there's and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna get this uh, cleaned up, and the negatives will not be successful um, in in ruining uh, our planet. So um, great, thank you so much, Don, for showing that. I really really appreciate it. Um, your your wonderful help. Um, there's a whole bunch of things I just want to go over with people um, who don't maybe. Uh, don't don't realize it, but there was a movie called White Noise last November, and it was centered in East Palestine, Ohio. And in this movie, you can look it up; it's still on Netflix. It talks about a railroad car um, having a toxic waste dump that a lot of people get poisoned as a result of it. Um, and there's no such thing as coincidences. Um, the cabal will tell you ahead of time what they're going to do, and they do it through films, through movies through uh, stories, through books, and that that was their lead off to tell us what they were going to do. okay they said they were going to have a chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio. And then uh, people say may, people may say, well Ted, that's just coincidence Oh really well um, uh, the the other thing too if you I've done quite a bit of digging into what happened um, when this happened about three or four weeks ago and um, the freight train, um, that was coming in uh, from from the south into Palestine, Ohio. 17 miles, 17 miles, or about a half hour, 45 minutes before they reached East Palestine, there were several cars on that train where the uh, wheels of the of the uh, of the cars were on fire, and the conductor um, the conductor found out about it and was told by management to continue to East Palestine and to park the train right on top of a um, creek um, that goes right into the Ohio River, so he did. And so this train went on for 45 minutes, almost an hour, along these tracks with flames coming out of the track. Now, if you were driving a car and you had flames underneath your car, you'd probably stop immediately, wouldn't you? But not this train, because they wanted to explode it. They wanted to dump that poison right into the Ohio River which the river goes into um, into uh, the Mississippi and it goes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico and they did it two ways to pollute the area they dumped the um, they they willingly knowingly dump the, uh, uh, the the this this stuff these chemicals into the river so it would, into this creek so it would go into the high river and then down to the Mississippi that's by water so we would go west and south and then they intentionally blew up the the um, at least several of the cars, so that this stuff would spread in the air and head east to Massachusetts, to West Virginia, to Virginia, to Washington D.C., to Maryland, to New England, to Maine, to that whole populated area. So it was it was completely planned. Um, the the even the train the train personnel were told where to stop um, the um, the containers of these of this of these chemicals and they stopped it right on top of a cul-de-sac where there was a creek going right into the Ohio River. What's the coincidence, what's the chances of that happening? Not very high, and it's very small actually, because they had planned the whole thing out. Um, Also, um, back in, um, it was a couple of months ago in October, where the uh, fire department um, uh, in East Palestine, Ohio had a, um, a drill for a chemicals, a chemical, um, a, a chemical spill in East Palestine, uh, through a federal grant where everyone was given a digital ID so they could put their ID and passport on it and health information. Isn't that a coincidence? They had a chemical, um, a spray, um, uh, drill several months before this thing happened in, in early February. There's no coincidences. And as pres- as, uh, Albert, my friend Albert Einstein's told me many times, um, God doesn't play with dice. Things happen for a reason. This was all planned out by our fake government, illegal government in Washington, D.C. Um, and there's a lot, there's a lot more here. Let me get to some of this stuff. Um, let's see here. There's, um, both uh, Lee Merritt, a wonderful doctor, medical doctor out of Ohio, and Dr. Pete Chambers out of Texas, both of whom been on my shows, have said that it's not going to. This bill is not going to be as bad as people think it is. We're going to get through this, and I agree with them absolutely. But what they want to do is scare people, put the fear out there, so people leave their homes, and the government can come then come in and take over this 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 land. Um, you know, it's um, it's not going to work. But I want people to be aware of that's what they that's what they want to do. And once once you've left the land, um, then they're going to force you into cities and control you there. Um, the Amish had just sued um, the uh, fake government, the fake Biden administration last year, and they won in Supreme Court. Won. Um, They didn't have to, the Biden wanted to, and the cabal wanted uh, the Amish to inject all of their beautiful animals with the COVID vaccines, which is an insane idea because um, many of the animals now are dying from the, uh, from the vaccines. So at any rate, they refused um, and they, but they won in court, they won in the U.S. Supreme Court, so the um, corrupt government couldn't force them to, to vaccinate their cows so that this was, I think, a way of payback to these beautiful Amish farmers they they they're great stewards of the land they take care of the their their land and and um, the, the water and the environment in uh, both Pennsylvania and Ohio, but um, this is their payback from the cabal um, against them and um, but I know they're going to the, the Amish take care of take care of their their they're, uh, they're people. Um, they're they're very be- beautiful folks. They they live in harmony with the environment. I know they're going to get through this too. So all of us, I think, have to remain strong during this time um, because um, we are getting help. We are getting help from the uh, Galactics, Galactic Alliance, and also we're getting help from the Pleiadians and uh, many other beautiful civilizations. And they're not going to let us. Um, they're not going to let us kill ourselves. Um, potentially, this talk, this this spill uh, has the uh, propensity has the potential of of uh, pr- uh, permanently um, polluting <coughs> almost one third of the United S- or one third to one half of the United States. <coughs> and um, well, we're going to get help cleaning it up, um, it reminds me of the early days of Fukushima, uh, what the Jap- who which the Japanese call there um, three eleven. Um, the Fukushima could have uh, resulted in 90-95% deaths, death rate within uh, in this world, but we got help. We got a lot of help from the Pleiadians, uh, from the, from uh, Adama and the people of the Hollow Earth, and we got a lot of help as well from the Benevolent Galactic Alliance in cleaning that up. Cleaning up radiation is a very old technology, it's been around for a long time, um, but the, we got help and it was all cleaned up and, and um, Uh, There is some radiation coming out of Fukushima now, but um, uh, the um, uh, Galactics have left that there as a reminder to all of humanity not to use nuclear weapons, not to use nuclear energy, and not to use nuclear power because it's very, very dangerous for all of us to use that. Uh, In in this similar uh, situation, the kind of chemicals that they were transporting never should be used on this planet, they're too dangerous, we've got much safer and, and better alternatives, but that's the lesson for all of us, that um, they want us to learn that we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier planet. The reason why I had to do those prayers earlier is actually, it's called, um, it's a Hawaiian healing prayer, and that was popularized by Dr. Masuramoto, and if you look at um Let's see if I've got one of his books handy. Um, uh, Here we go. Dr. Emoto Emoto found that if you send positive thoughts to a glass of water, on the molecular level you'll get these beautiful water crystals like this one here. This is one of the children's books uh, printed up by the um, Emoto office in Tokyo. And uh, it's the same principle with cleaning up radiation at Fukushima as it is uh, cleaning up the chemicals in Ohio and Pennsylvania, that if if we can literally use our prayers and thoughts, positive thoughts, to clean up all the pollution in the Ohio and Pennsylvania area, you don't need to evacuate your lands, um, but you you do need to become more spiritual and the prayer will really help. The other thing too is I wanna tell people is that there's some wonderful herbs Uh, you can use to help clean up any toxins inside of your body. One's called Chaka C H A G A. You can buy it at lots of different uh, health food stores. Um, uh, Swanson's has good products. Puritan's Pride has good products. Uh, You can look those up on the web. There's lots of different uh, ways you can buy it. Um, There's even a company in Alaska that makes as well. I believe it's called purebulk.com. Uh, sells it as well, cheaply. You can use that and take it every day and it will help clean out the toxins out of your body. You can use activated charcoal. There's ways to clean it up within your system um, that's safe, but uh, I want to tell everyone that that we are getting getting a a lot of help off-planet in this. It's not the end of the world. Um, The negatives want to make us think that it's the end of the world, but it's not. Um, And I know we're going to get through it. You know, we've been here for billions of years on planet Earth and um god's not going to let us commit suicide with this um, negative act by uh by by the dark ones to try to derail our our ascension um so i want people to know that and i want people also to know that we have a lot of help we're getting a, a lot of help um i've been uh, doing fundraising now uh since um i think believe it was uh, back in uh, april april or may of 2018 for the beautiful Hopi people, the Navajo people um, in in Arizona, uh, the Hopi people in particular, I've talked about this before, but um, men don't live that long and women don't live that long on the reservation. Men live maybe in their mid-40s, women live in their mid-50s uh, because the water is completely full of radiation and arsenic. And um, it's funny, but um, uh, the people outside of the Hopi reservation really don't know a lot of them, even living in Arizona, they don't know the problems with their, their water supplies because if you talk to somebody in Phoenix or Tucson, they, they think, oh, why, why, doesn't everybody have clean water in Arizona? No, they don't. And if you go up to the reservation, the water itself is full of this uh, this radiation and arsenic. But we've been, been making a difference now uh, by getting uh, clean water filters. We work with Liam um, uh, McLaughlin of the Washington Clean Water Foundation in Seattle. He does wonderful work. And so your your contribution to them, if you want to contribute to them for clean water filters, is tax deductible. He's a 501 he has a 501c3 organization, and if you're interested in that uh, donating, um, you can go to the Washington Clean Water uh, Clean Water Foundation of Washington, or you can go to my website outofthisworldreadings.com, and there's a little tab there for the for the Hopi. you can click on and get get more information. But 100 percent of all the monies we collect goes right to the Hopi and now to the Navajo, too, to get uh, clean water for them. They really need the help, and we've been doing a lot of good work these years, and we're continuing in our efforts to help help these beautiful people um, uh, clean up their environment and, and clean up their water supplies. So if you'd like to help, we'd really appreciate it. My um, Galactic Wisdom Conference will be uh, next month, and um, it'll be on uh, uh, March 18th and 19th, 2023. It'll be by Zoom this year, and uh, next year we we hope to have it in person, but this year it's at Zoom. There's still some restrictions out here, Um, and so we thought it would be easier just to do it by Zoom. The website is www.galacticwisdomconference.com. You can click on that. It's just $25 a day or $50 for the entire weekend. Each day there will be, I believe, eight, nine hours of, of lectures and presentations. And the nice thing is too if you miss any part of it you can watch it for up to six months after the conference as well. We've got some incredible scientists there and healers and psychics and um, I've been doing this now since uh, every year since let me think 14 15 yeah yeah since that time we've been, I've been doing the, um, um, the this conference and um, uh, it, we, the, the purpose is to raise um, to raise uh, raise the vibrations and get people already. Uh, ready for the ascension. We are uh, starting to ascend. And I think um, I agree totally with my friends P and Cullen and Larkma that uh, we're going through a tremendous change right now. We've got lots of good energies um, coming into the planet. We have a lot of things, you know, That it's it's been challenging here, I have to tell you. You know, I myself have received uh, numerous death threats on me over the last couple of years, but uh, um, I get warned, and I'm also protected by the Galactics and the Pleiadians and all of my angels. So I'm not worried. I'm just careful where I go and, and what I do. But um, we're going to get through this, I know, my friends. And by this time next year, things will be very different, in a good way. Um, I don't see Biden being here for another... Uh, he'll be gone by early May. I, I, I something. I don't know what's going to happen, but he'll be gone. And once he goes... Then Trudeau will fall, and then you're going to see Macron fall, and then the corrupt leaders uh, in uh, New Zealand and Australia are going to go. Around the world, these different leaders are going to go, um, and it's coming. You know, they cannot last. The, negative, the negatives can only last for so long, and uh, their, their power is starting to, to fade right, right now. And I want everyone to have hope for the future, because we are building a better future for all of us right now. Um, and, and in your day-to-day life, always base your decisions on your um, heart-mind. Not on your logical mind, but on your heart-mind. Because your heart-mind is 2,000 times more powerful than your logical mind, and you can tie into God or the Supreme Being uh, with your with your heart-mind. Heart this is a truly beautiful planet. It's one of the most beautiful planets in this universe. And it's also a, a very rare planet, because it's not only a watery planet, um, uh, but we, it, it is also a planet of free will. There are planets out there in this universe which are not free will, where you're told what to do. Um, the reptilians uh, come from a planet called Draco, and they don't have free—they don't have free will and don't have free choice on Draco. Uh, but we do here, and that's what—why this planet is uh, has such potential um um for for all of uh, all of humanity here we can we can go as far and as fast as we want up the dimensional scale we can we can we can be all you can you all you want to be here um but you have to be careful because there's there's it's a planet of choice so you always want to make the right choice if possible and so um to make the help right make the right choices everyone has angels around them you all have the ability to tie into god and you can do that through your heart mind by simply meditating um not following your logical mind so much but your heart mind it takes practice i myself uh, come from a psychic background i had um um i had uh, uh i grew up in a psychic family so for me it was it was normal to talk to the other side and talk to angels and um and especially since the mid 1970s when i was in school at um, the University of California, Berkeley, Um, I was in contact with the Pleiadians, so I've been in contact with the Pleiadians now for, my goodness, almost 50 years, Um, and so um, on and off, but but we're getting a lot of help right now, and all eyes of the universe are on us now um, to see what choices we make. Never before has a planet like Earth gone from third dimension to fourth and then fifth and possibly up to the eighth or ninth dimensions in such a short time. It just hasn't been done before. So there's lots and lots of civilizations watching to see what kinds of, 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 um, of the choices we make. But always in your day-to-day activities, um, think of others. Um, try to um, uh, always make decisions based upon what's the highest and best good in, in love and peace and harmony. Violence is never a way to do get anything accomplished. And I want people to remember that too, because the negatives here on this planet—they like the negative, they like the violence, they, they like the the war and conflict. But um, we have to remember that we're all—we all chose to be here, we all chose to learn these lessons. No one's going to save us except um, uh, they're going to the, the the positives will stop us from committing suicide, uh, whether that's uh, a Fukushima-like uh, like radiation accident or a toxic waste intentional spill by the negatives in Ohio. Um, They're going to help us clean it up, but we have to do the the cleaning up of of ourselves. And it's good to to stand in our own power and stand up to these corrupt governments, stand up to these corrupt corporations, stand up to Norfolk Southern in Ohio, stand up to George Soros, stand up to Larry Fink at BlackRock. and don't let us, don't let them manipulate us and and, um, turn us into zombies and slaves because that's what their end goal is um you know the 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 corrupt biden administration did not like it when um the amish sued the government in court and they won too um they don't have to do any of their stupid vaccines on their on their animals um they already know how to uh, steward the land where they are in pennsylvania and ohio 70 percent of the population in the east palestine area is amish and there was a reason why uh, Biden and the and the railroads and Larry Fink of Black, Black Rock selected that area because it's a good central location. They could poison the rest of the of the air going eastward to the to the New England area and then uh, poison the water going um, south, um, south by southwest down into the Mississippi, down in the, the Gulf of Mexico. But it's not going to work because we've got um We've got God on our side, and we also have the Galacticus as well helping us clean clean up. And it's not gonna it's not gonna have the desired effect of wiping out humanity. So I don't want people. I want people to be be strong, um, to know that help is here, that we are getting help off planet with this with this mess. But it's also a chance for us too to take back our government. I mean, nobody voted for Biden. Uh, nobody wants this kind of government. Um, and that's not only true for the United States, but also Canada as well. I don't know of anybody up in Canada, all my friends up in Canada, who likes Justin Trudeau. Everybody hates him. And if you look at other countries like Australia, New Zealand, um, all of these, you got to ask yourself, where do these governments come from? Macron in France, he's terrible. Um, but I think it's going to be a sea change this year with many different, with many different um, uh, leaders falling, and it's just about ready to start. Um, you know we're we're subject to astrological influences, um, uh, like all of us are here, and everyone here in the in the universe is subject to these astrological influences. And the planetary um, alignments right now are exactly the same as they were in 1776 and in 1799. In 1776, there was a, um, of course, the Declaration of Independence, um, the birth of, of the United States of America. And as well, in 1799 was the French Revolution, and it's because of the French help. In I believe the year was 1789 or 88, the French forces came and kicked Cornwallis out. So George Washington was able to um, to win his battle against the British, and then we established the the new nation. After that, so I know um, many Americans should be grateful to the French for their fantastic help back then, and they have that um, that same. Uh, revolutionary spirit as we did back then, but that's all coming to a head now and it's coming to a head in about three weeks. So I want everyone to be prepared for that, to stand in your own two feet, stand strong. Um, don't let these, um, that these uh, companies uh, tell you what to do, especially fake government. If you look at, if you look at, um, uh, what's happening with, um, um uh, with with biden not he's been in office now fake office installed in office a little more than two years but if if you look at it um in his executive orders there's not one executive order um that's been published in the federal register and in and, and so in order to have a valid federal executive order you have to get it published in the federal register that's the law um, but it's not there it's all blank and that's because all of his edicts all of his um all of his executive orders are all fake, and so, uh, you you know, if they're fake and he has no authority as president, then why do you have to, you shouldn't have to follow anything he says, but I think this charade with Biden and uh, is going to last only for another couple of months and then he'll be gone, then all these other fake um, leaders will will be gone as well, and I know that if we all work together, we will create a a much better and happier world, and um, we just have to um, we have, to, uh, we have to stand up uh, for it. I wanna give a quick introduction to my good friend, Dr. Michelle Peel. Um, she's, a, um, she's a naturopathic doctor and also has a PhD as well. And she does a lot of healing for the planet. Um, and I've really, always really enjoy having her on my show. She will be um, part of my um, uh, Galactic Wisdom Conference next month on March 18th and 19th. And she always has some amazing things to say and I can't wait to um, to have her on, she'll be coming on in, in just a few minutes. Um, if you, um, uh, I want to tell people too. I am now uh, working on my um, fourth book. It's a book. Um, it's a it's a book um, uh, that's uh, messages from Adama in Telos as well as the Polyvians. um and uh, it's about. Um, how we might uh, follow their examples to structure our own society in the future as we shift into the fifth dimension. And um, we shouldn't have to reinvent the wheel, so to speak, as we shift into the fifth dimension, because both the Pleiadians and um, Adama and the Telosians have been through all this, but uh, Adama asked me to, to write this book uh, last year, so um, I wrote through last fall, and I've got, got tons of notes now. I'm just uh, that's working into a book. It's going along very well. Should be done in a month or two with luck, and then I'll be able to uh, to publish it. Um, so I want to let everyone know that's coming out here soon. And I, I meant it as a um, blueprint for um, for humanity, uh, because I don't think we're going to need the heavy-handed government structures we have now. Um, the because people will know how to act. Um, well, there will be a government, according to my good friend Nostradamus, there will be a government, but it'll be um a lot um it'll be a lot smaller um, uh hold on I'm gonna send a text to Michelle to see if I can uh, get her on a little early. I'd like to bring her on um uh hold on here anyway um so uh um but um it's um um uh, we uh we will have a lot smaller government because people will know how to how to manage their affairs. Okay, there she is. And um it's gonna be an exciting time for all of us. But Michelle will be talking about Dr. Peel. We'll be talking about that now, and so I'm so glad she's on. Um beautiful. Okay, great. Michelle, are you there, my friend? Let's see, get her here, here.
3: I don't know why it is doing that again. Okay,
0: hi, hi. We're we're back on the. We're you're, I can hear you, my friend.
3: Yeah, it's doing that um, deal again where it's not showing my picture.
0: Okay. Well, you can you can talk, and then um, um, you can fiddle with it a little bit. Um, um, is it? Um, what's your video? Is your video set up okay?
3: I thought it was, I tested it before I got on.
0: Okay, yeah, I think maybe we're getting a little interference, um, let me see.
3: I mean, I, I literally checked it right before I came on.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, it's it's all right, it's all right. We're 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 getting some interference, it's all right. Um, let me ask my Pleiadian friends if they can give a little help on that, Galactics. Yeah, you've got a wonderful slideshow to show people too. I,
3: I hope- do. Yeah. I absolutely what, do.
0: What what I do when I get interference like that is I unplug the the plugs. There you are. valissimo Well, I just I just asked <laughs> the plebeians and the Galactics to help, and they just got you in. So perfect. Let's thank <laughs> Everhalosaurs. Thank you, my friend. He's. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Albert uh, Albert Einstein, Professor Einstein wants to see your slides too. So anyway, he he helped. So.
3: Well, it's just a sneak peek of what I'm going to talk about at at the conference. So it's just a teaser. Y'all don't get the whole enchilada yet.
0: <laughs> well, you're you're not on this planet, are you? I can tell you're somewhere out in the cosmos somewhere. I know. How how many light years are you from from us? By the way,
3: seventy seven.
0: 77. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, we got a good connection today. (laughs) Yes, we
3: do. Talk about your space Wi-Fi. It's cosmic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. Now, what are you wearing? Are those crystals there?
3: They are crystals. You know, I was just out at the Tucson Gym and Mineral Show, and I found all kinds of beautiful treasures.
0: Well, that sounds wonderful. wonderful. Oh,
3: yes. Oh, There's yes. a
0: backstory to that, too, but I won't go on. <laughs> you tell me about them. They were great. Yeah. <laughs> nice to talk to your friends. So, anyway.
3: Yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> yeah. well, what an exciting time to be alive. You know, I've waited 52,000 years, and I think you've waited at least that long. Maybe. Let me see here. Oh, my goodness. You've been here 78,000 years. You've been here three Mayan cartoon cycles. So you're an old hand at this place, you know.
3: I, I'm I'm holding my hand up saying I want to get off at this next stop.
0: <laughs> well, you know, actually, you've been here for a long time, almost eighty thousand years. But you know, I like to give you a compliment. You don't look a day over ten thousand years old. Thank you so much.
3: It's clean living. That's what it is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, (laughs) Oh that's
3: what we'll call it anyhow, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, I did some prayers. I asked people to join me in prayers for East East Palestine. And I don't think it's going to be, I know it's not going to be as bad as it could be. And we are going to get, we are getting help right now, and I know that. So, you know, what you can do is just, you know, every time you see Biden's face on the on the screen or just flip it off. He's a CGI anyway. And one of these days, within a couple of months, I don't see him being around after the 5th of May. um, They'll they'll just flick a switch, you know, like on the television and he'll be gone because he's CGI screen. For those of you, CGI means computer generated image. So if you flick it off, he's no longer there. It's like,
3: well, you know, uh, in, in the last year, I've seen so many timeline changes, it's it's not even funny anymore, right. you know, so it's like, you know, maybe what happens is, you know, you switch timelines, you know, in the higher resonances, you know, 4D, for, for 5D, and above,
1: right. and,
3: you know, that kind of foolishness just can't happen, Right. You know, right. because it's, it's, it's not pure it's not clean you know so it, it just can't exist in those upper upper dimensional ranges and right. Right. you know it really doesn't matter to me whether he's there or not you know i just want to go higher and and
0: and exactly do, that makes a lot of attention sense
3: yeah. and and go forward that's that's all i care about
0: have you noticed um <laughs> uh time and space shifts recently in the oh,
3: lab? there there's no doubt i mean on my uh, trip to the west coast I saw tremendous changes in between 2019 and, you know, I just literally went this month and uh, because of the time of the year, you, you have to take Interstate 10 in the United States. It's the only one that's open year round. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's not my favorite, you know, but, you know, right. I, had to, I had to do that because of, of the weather and when you go through el paso you know all the way through texas to el paso the last time i went was 2019 Mm -hmm. and when you go through el paso you you make a little jog to the right because you're going to go into new mexico right you you could see the border wall i mean it was like almost you could chunk a stone at it and this time when i went through it was not there
0: really wow Wow. When
3: I finally got onto the other side several miles, I don't know exactly how many, you could see it off in the distance, but before you could see it absolutely, you know, within a half a mile of Interstate 10. But now it's not like that. In addition, there was a whole grove of pistachio trees that were not there the last time that I went through, and it was an old grove. So it wasn't like they just planted it in between, you know, 2019 and when I went through this month. So, I mean stuff like that shows up, you know, and you think, "Hey, you know there's some real changes that are happening here, right. and you know, I think it's happening to a lot of people they just yeah. you know they may be just not really paying attention right you know? right right we we had one pretty obvious that happened december seventh of of twenty two when oh. uh we had the full moon, and probably a lot of people that, that are listening noticed that there was some kind of something underneath the, the full moon that night. And um, ever since Hurricane Laura came through, we have had a lot of our street lights out. And I had my street light was on, and some behind me were on, but none of the ones in front of me, where I was looking at the the full moon, were on. Uh-huh. And so I thought, well, that was kind of nice that they were out because it made it easier to see without all the light pollution, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone, and I said, as soon as I get off, I'm going to go out and I'm going to take a picture of it because I've never seen what I'm seeing. And uh, so this is maybe 15, 20 minutes, and I went back out to take a picture, and we were totally covered in fog. Really? So thought, okay, fine. You know, and everybody's saying it was a planet, Right. And so I said, all right, I'm going to go out, you know, the next night, and I'm Mm going to take a picture of it. I'm going to go at the exact same time, everything. Mm -hmm. And it was not
0: there. Interesting. Wow. So,
3: but here's the real interesting part about that that story, is the Mm -hmm. next night, all of the lights on the street were working, and they were a different color.
0: Oh, fascinating. Fascinating. So,
3: in that timeline, that never happened.
0: Wow, interesting, interesting. I um, The other day I was racing to a copy shop to make some copies. They closed at 5. And so um, I was driving over, it took me a while to get there, and I left at like, I don't know, uh, about 4.30 or, yeah, four thirty, four twenty, 420, 4.20, 4.40, 4.30. So I get there, and it's 10 minutes to what I thought was 5, according to my clock. I step into the copy place. And, um, it was no longer 10 minutes to five. It was 10 minutes to four. And oh, I wow. talked to the lady at the, at the, at this coffee place. And I said, Oh, I'm so glad I made it. And she said, why are you all flustered? And I said, well, I've only got a few minutes left. She says, no, you've got well over an hour. I looked at her and I looked at the clock and I thought, how did that happen? <laughs> right. Like those shifts are happening right now. Yeah, they're, they're they are happening. Yeah, they are happening. And, um. I have a feeling my Plataean friends might have done a little favor for me. I'm not sure, but at any rate, those shifts are happening. Um, and now we've talked about uh, islands, actually, which have moved. Um, and and, and, and the, the funny thing is, I know you've shown me pictures, too, where this island was at this location, and then suddenly you go back to the following year, and it's shifted to a different location. You're saying, what's happened? <laughs> so, but the, the planet is shifting. Um, and I think there's a separation going on. Last fall, um, it was 2.30 in the morning. Um, I was out, uh, and I was, uh, I looked up in the sky, uh, driving, I looked up in the sky, and there was the moon, and there were two moons, and the moon was splitting into two different spheres. And I took a picture of it. It's a very interesting picture. Nobody else saw it, but I did see it. It was like... Um, middle of the night, early in the morning, when you, you wouldn't think it'd be there, but it was there. So, um, I think that's kind of the kind of separation that's, that's, that's happening now. Um, I had, uh, P and Cullen who channeled Larkmas. It's, it's a group of six, six Plateans. And they were giving me the, they were, they were saying this message that, um, that there's definitely a, a separation happening now, people choosing their realities. And for those of you, those who don't choose for the highest and best good in love and light uh for humanity they're going off to another reality to work out their their karma on another planet and some of its ai um and they have a, they'll have a very different kind of experience than the rest of us will so what that's happening now and i can see that happening in people actually mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah there's there's no doubt i mean there is there's tremendous changes that are are taking place, and you know, I went out, I was just on the West Coast, and um, I was going to go back to Crater Lake because the the lady who went with me was the one who supplied the pictures where the the island wasn't there,
0: Uh and so I
3: I had promised her I was going to take her there and let her look for herself, And uh, the weather was just too bad, you know, there was winter storm advisories and chains and all that kind of stuff that were required. Mm -hmm. So we ended up not getting to go there, unfortunately, but I'll be up in that neck of the woods again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, you will, you will. And you can see where where the location of the island has since moved to right now new location. now
3: you know it's one of those traveling islands you know traveling to islands the islands travel right
0: exactly (laughs) exactly exactly Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I think there's a lot this is a they they say this is the most important and exciting planet in the universe right now believe it or Uh, not I could see that of all the planets to be on it's this one right now so you know, even if, I know sometimes uh, challenge life can be challenging here on this planet, but sit back if you can and smell the roses and smell the coffee or whatever, because there's a lot of good things happening right now, and it's a time to be optimistic, not be doom and gloom, but know that good things are coming our way, and you have to maintain that positive attitude. The negatives want to make us depressed. The negatives want to make us into slaves, robots. But we're not headed that way. We're headed to a beautiful, bright future. And no matter what the negatives do, it's not going to work, period. It's not going to work. And we have help. We have a lot of help. And God is stronger, the supreme being is stronger than any of this crap they can throw at us, period. Absolutely
3: right. Absolutely. I remember a statement that was made by the angels. It's been, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago now. But it it, it absolutely is, is important to know. You know, it doesn't matter what happens to you. It matters what you do with what happens to you because that either makes you or breaks you. So, you know, how we respond when things happen is really important.
0: Right, right. Right, absolutely, absolutely. You talked before. Um, now you had you had some some slides. You said that I should do. Did I get some popcorn or something? Or you you should run go
3: get popcorn, Ted.
0: Well, actually, <laughs> what I can do is grab a cup of coffee. But uh, tell us about your slides, and I'll grab my coffee here.
3: Well, you know, it, it's kind of a funny thing. One of the classes that I did um, in, I guess it was December. Uh-huh. that it it's they the angels wanted me to talk to uh the people and work with them about um the different planets in the universe uh-huh, and you can actually test to see whether you're basically allergic to a particular uh-huh. planet or what have you by certainly dowsing for sure you can uh-huh. use muscle testing, whatever you know you can find out how it affects you and so. I found out then that that was that was something that really was causing people a lot of problems, you know. And I'm certainly by no stretch of the imagination an astrologist or anything else, but you know, we we have all kinds of uh, video with sound of the different planets and the different heavenly bodies, and so I have put together, you know, a, a presentation about that. And cool. I also have a two day class where I work with people to clear those, those blockages, literally their energetic blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. that that does not affect them in an adverse way, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that we were designed to be able to take that energy and thrive with it.
0: Right. You know? So okay. I
3: think that's truly part of the Ascension process mm-hmm. is how do we integrate those energies? Mm -hmm. and allow that to activate the parts that are cosmic within us you know if we're children of god and uh, all of that so i mean you know it's it's something that shouldn't cause you a problem so uh like i said i have a i have a presentation that we're going to do at the galactic wisdom conference that we're going to work with that and uh, i'm going to certainly bring the reagents because there's a cosmic clearing reagent that the angels have given
0: what, what, do you, what do you do? Could you define reagent for my uh, lay audience? Yeah,
3: absolutely. A reagent is something that is created using a radionics instrument, and mm-hmm. a radionics instrument broadcasts and makes things scalar. It all operates yes. in a scalar okay. range. And okay. our bodies are actually designed to run on scalar. It's, mm-hmm. it's when we run in, in the frequencies of hertz that we have issues with illness and dysfunction. I so, see that that's the key to this whole thing is to get the body totally scalar and stay scalar
0: is this universe going from hertzian frequency to scalar frequency
3: the universe is already scalar it's us that was not scalar
0: i see so we're we're the laggards here in terms of the frequency okay that makes sense yeah
3: but but we've had a tremendous amount of interference that's being removed as well I see. You know, yeah. So once that interference is removed, and, and you remove the blocks, then then everything gets a whole lot easier, a whole lot faster.
0: Um, are the negatives creating interference in order to give them lush to feed off the negativity? Is that? Oh, part sure, of it? certainly. Okay. Well, it, and, and this- I
3: think it's I think it's a little th- a little bit more than that. I, I think that's that's a facet of it, of course, but I think that it's also about the control and manipulation, you know, and the agenda that they have. You know, so you know, I think it's 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 not just one thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, once you're in power, you like to stay in power, right? And absolute power corrupts absolutely. So they have had absolute power for thousands of years, maybe more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what's what's interesting about you know the the classes that I've been doing lately is it it's absolutely transcending Earth.
1: Uh-huh. You know, and it's
3: bringing it back to its, its galactic origins. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I find it fascinating what they're doing, you know, because it's like any class you can ever imagine, in energy class on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like when, yeah. when they started having me go in that direction, I thought, well, of course, you know, you would have to look at that. But so often we sit with those blinders on, you know, it's like, oh, it, it's just this, right? It's, it's, it's what's right in front of my face, and that's it. And when they started showing me all these other things, I thought, oh, my God, of course, you know, you would need to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. What, I, I have to ask you, Michelle, what inspired you to go down this line of work? It was it, Did it all happen at once? Did you have an epiphany, maybe a near-death experience? Sometimes that happens to people. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I guess you could say that, you know, um, when I was four years old, there was this humongous black rattlesnake, which there's no such thing as a black rattlesnake except that day. Uh-huh. And uh, so I squatted down right in front of this huge keep, black keep, rattlesnake.
0: Keep going. And, I'm just to grab my coffee. Keep and,
3: going. and he did not, he did not strike me.
0: Really? And, uh,
3: so my grandmother grabbed me up by my little coveralls as a four-year-old and threw me out the door. Uh-huh. And... Uh, so after that, the angels came and said, well, if they're going to continue to try and kill you, we've got to start training you. So uh, <laughs> that's how come I started work in that direction. But but uh, it's, I've done this now, I guess, as a naturopath for almost 30 years. If it's not 30 years, it's really close.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. <laughs> Wait, our naturopaths, to ask a stupid question, are they kind of like, the doctors uh, before the Rockefellers took it over because they can, they can, um, they use natural. You
3: shouldn't ask me that question, Ted. I'm sorry? You shouldn't ask me that question.
0: Okay, sorry.
3: (laughs) Um, Well... I'm um, like this horrible naturopath, you know, in, in naturopathic schemes, you know, because I'm very non-product oriented, and and naturopaths, as a general rule, you know, they they sell products that they recommend, and so most naturopaths don't like me at all. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, because okay. I know I, I've watched this for many, many years. You know, Michael told me years ago. He said, "Everything you need is already inside you. All you need to do is turn it on." Uh-huh. So. You know, if it's all about turning on the power in the body so that the body can do what it already knows how to do, what pill are you going to take to have that happen?
0: Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, so makes you know a, that's why sense. I say
3: I'm a rogue natural
0: path. A rogue natural path. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i
3: I just I just know that that how God made us is is respectfully and wonderfully made the word fearfully and wonderfully made is an incorrect translation mm-hmm. that word fear is in awe of our respect of not in oh i'm scared mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's a respect term you know so god respectfully made us so i i just i honor what god has done you know and I remember the angels making the statement that there was innate wisdom in our very tissues that superseded that which was in between our two ears.
0: Fascinating. You know?
3: So, it was this week. It's it's amazing, you know, I think right now in the last 7 or 8 months, you know, they've given me like 22 or 23 reagents just divinely downloaded, just gave them to me. You know, mm-hmm. I hold a blank in my hand and they make it and um they made a comment this week that I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And they said that each one of these reagents activates something in our body and causes it to resonate resonate and turn on. Well, wow. so I thought that was very interesting because as we go up higher in, in resonance, it's, you know, we've talked about this before, you get to a level in in and in, in this information packet gets released and you go higher and higher and higher until all of them are turned on so uh that's what they were talking about that these resonate and and will cause that 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 vibration to happen, and a quickening will happen in that part of your body that'll turn that on
0: interesting wow, that's fascinating,
3: I thought so too
0: that's fascinating and, you know
3: it's it's wonderful I mean, you know I've never seen anything like it well wanted- in, in the last I guess I'm fixing to do a class this next weekend and each one of the classes, you know, it just goes higher and higher and higher and the energy just goes higher and higher and higher. So I, I can't imagine what this one this weekend is gonna be. And, and certainly for the, the Galactic Wisdom Conference too. And, you know, I just I just watch God pouring himself out and that's, that's exciting to me.
0: There's a fellow named Samuel Chong from Los Angeles. Great guy. He translated a book called The Theoboa Prophecy. The Theoboas are a benevolent extraterrestrial civilization who they say helped seed this planet. And the book that he translated goes back before both of us were born 1.35 million years ago. <laughs>
3: we almost made it.
0: <laughs> but one of the most interesting things in the book I learned is that. The solar system, or like the, the protons and neutrons, okay? Electrons in a in an atomic particle, where you have like the, the particles revolving around um, uh, the, the, um, the, the electron the electrons revolving around the neutrons, the protons. Well, that model is is replicated in our solar system, it's replicated in our galaxy, and if you go down to the molecular level, go below that it's that's replicated as well so it keeps going down that same pattern is there and i didn't realize that but that's something i learned and um yeah that's one of the things that um that uh, albert or professor einstein said he learned when he went to the other side he's been going to school now for years so um but anyway he's learning all the time and um Dr. Moto is the same thing, he said he learned that, that too. I thought that was fascinating. Dr. Moto now is working with scientists from the Pleiades to help clean up water here on the planet, which I thought is a, a great thing. You know, he's continuing his work on the other side. But that, that solar system model of, of the way things are structured in this universe is fascinating, personally. So,
3: anyway. well, you know, with, with the, uh, the galactic clearings of those bodies, it, it's really amazing. what it does i mean it it you can have people in these classes you know check themselves where their energy was before and after you know it's not like me just spitting in the wind and calling it rain they can test it for themselves
0: right right the other thing too that i want people to realize is that um not all places are created equal on this planet because there's there's certain areas which are ley lines vortexes time dimensional shifts um places where UFOs come flipping in and out through different dimensional shifts. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that goes on here. And that's the amazing thing when you're um, at Mount Shasta, as an example, or Sedona. There are places like in Sedona, there was a guy on my trip named James Hugh, wonderful fellow from Honolulu, a uh, uh, flight mechanic. And he said, Ted, I'm going to go check out some ley lines. And I said, okay. So he went disappeared for a couple of hours, and I said, anybody seen James? Where did he go? So he comes out a little later, and he stumbled across this ley line in Sedona. I know where it is. And he went into this, this ley line, um, Michelle, and he went back to the be- beginning of time when Earth was created. And he followed it all the way up to the present, to the creation of the Happy Meal. And so...
3: <laughs> well, I, you know, Ted, I was almost thinking we were going to make it this time without a Happy Meal joke.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm addicted. I don't like them myself, but anyway. <laughs> No
2: Happy Meals.
0: <laughs> but um anyway, it was fascinating because there was a vortex there. I know where the vortex is, by the way. And for people that want to come with me, just let me know. I'll be going back probably uh, September back there. Uh also, I'll be going to Peru here. Later this year, if you're interested, please let me know. We're going to go back to a portal that goes into Agartha, on the fourth dimension. and the area where we went through, I was there three years ago. Michelle, you put your hand on this rock. It looks solid, but the rock was spongy. And then it became translucent. And you could see into Agartha in the hollow earth and see a whole chorus of beautiful children singing to us these beautiful angelic hymns. It was, it was a wonderful experience. And then the, the condors were flying overhead and there were a sasquatch nearby. We could see evidence of them. And then there was a huge Pleiadian ship above us. Admiral Halosaurus was there protecting us. So it was quite a time. We're going to go back there this time as well. Yeah. Well, it's, it's next to Lake Titicaca. so.
3: Yeah, I went to Peru. Uh, I guess it's been maybe close to 20 years ago. Okay. Did, and did the Inca Trail. Oh, you did? Wow, wonderful, wonderful. I did the Inca Trail on a full fast, by the way.
0: Did you really?
1: Yeah.
3: Huh.
0: did did you, if you got hungry, did you eat like leaves and stuff along the way? No, nothing, really? Wow, wow.
3: So, you know, uh, I had so much energy flowing through me at that time. I mean, it made me shake. And so my guide, you know, you have to have a guide, as you well know. He thought I was weak. And that he was, he, you know, he was afraid I was going to fall off, you know, into one of those, <laughs> those canyons or whatever.
0: Oh my gosh! And so man. he
3: he had radioed ahead, and and they sent two porters back, and they made a litter and they carried me uh, through this last pass, and uh, it's the one right before you go up in, into the to the Sun Gate. So um, I got there before everybody else, and I was so <laughs> mad because I was not weak, you know. It, it was just it was just the energy, you know. and so um these two men came over that were soldiers of course it's guarded by the the military there because it's a national treasure and so one of the first miracles that happened in peru was when i found out that my tex-mex was not going to get me anywhere and so the first miracle was i spoke english and they understood me and they spoke their language and i understood them so that was the first miracle Keisha, keisha
0: they spoke keisha and you understood keisha
3: I understood whatever they were speaking. Yeah, that's
0: Keisha, yeah, wow. Okay. And Quite. so
3: they understood my English and I understood them and wow. that was the first miracle. Wow. And so these guys come over and unbeknownst to me, they were vetting me to see whether they were gonna let me continue the next morning. And so the Lieutenant asked me, you know, what I did. And so I told him, you know, I was a natural doctor. Uh huh. And so the sergeant that was there, he starts to cry. Hmm. And I asked, you know, what is wrong? Yeah. He said, well, my wife had passed away and they had two small children and there wasn't a doctor for 200 kilometers. And he had been praying for God to send him a doctor.
0: Oh, my goodness.
3: And I asked him, I said, well, what was wrong? He told me and I said, I had him lay down right on the grass and I worked with him. I said, this, this is not a big deal. We can take care of this. And so he got up and he was pain-free and he was so happy. And so they go off and everybody's happy. And so this was the first opportunity I'd had to dig through my my pack. And, And there was like this brochure that talks about all the different parts of the Inca Trail, right? And so, you know, the Inca Trail is all about, you know, they had to do it as a rite of passage if they wanted to hold any office or that kind of thing, any kind of authority position they had to do the Inca Trail successfully. And so when I was reading, you know, what the different parts of the trail were and what they represented, the the part where they didn't let me go was called in Inca, I don't know remember what it was called in Inca, but the translation was when
0: God carries you. Oh, how beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, but
3: I was madder than a wet hen
0: because <laughs> I didn't want
3: anybody to carry listen, me.
0: Listen, they were just trying to help you out, that's all, that's <laughs> no. all, that's all. That's
3: all. Hard head. Yeah, it's, it's
0: okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what uh, Inca comes from? No. <laughs> yeah, there were a group of people called the Incaal, I-N-C-A-A-L. They were from Atlantis, and they escaped Atlantis after the deluge of their civilization. And they went to that Peru area, and they became the Inca. It dropped off over the years. I see. And that's well, why.
3: I know when I left uh, Atlantis, that's where I went.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Were you on that transport? You were on that other ship. I just, yeah, that's right. I remember now. Right, yeah, we waved to each other. Yeah. Last direction. <laughs>
3: I've actually met uh I guess 5 people now that that I knew during that time frame which is kind of interesting.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. I have a I was I live there and then I have a, a a brother who's still there in spirit. So he helps guide me when I when I'm there. And uh, the energy of that Pisac that whole sacred valley is in the Fort 4D. For Right. So when you're there, you feel um, very, very uplifted. It's a beautiful feeling. It really is. I love that whole area.
3: It's yeah. a beautiful country. And I mean, you know, the things that you see on the Inca Trail, you don't, you wouldn't see them anywhere else.
0: No. Uh,
3: I mean, you know, the, the cloud mountains and all of that, you, you step above the clouds. You I mean, it looks like you can just walk on the clouds because you're there, above them.
0: You know, uh, there's a little village called Pisac near Cusco. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly because we're the Andromedan and Pleiadian ships, but a lot of Andromedan ships live, land there, and so the natives, the people in the village, Michelle, they regularly go out to the side of town, the edge of town, and they could see the the, the ships uh, flying back and forth, landing.
3: Unfortunately, when I was there, I I did not see any ships while I was there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were taking. Uh, they were on holiday.
3: They the were on holiday. That that's right. just my yeah. luck. You it's know, true. it's like all the people who want to go see the Northern Lights and they fly all the way to Iceland and the, the Northern Lights don't happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, there it's cloudy. That,
3: that was me in Peru, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right.
0: Right, right. Well, I'm going back later this year, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful place. I'm oh, happy.
3: it's a gorgeous place.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle, what would you tell people who are having a hard time right now? And maybe they, maybe they watch too much TV, I'm not sure. But um, it, it'd be nice to give people hope and some inspiration for good things ahead. I, I know I know they're coming, so.
3: Well, you know, I, I think that one of the words that I was given, I guess it was, it was probably January of 2020, you know, they said, when everything is all said and done, it's going to be about how willing we were to let go, not whether we could, but whether we would, mm-hmm. you know. And so the only way we really and truly let go is if we trust God, you know. And he, he's certainly worthy of our trust. He's got it all going on. Nobody died and left somebody else in charge. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's going to work out all right.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it'll work out all right.
3: And you know, I think that if people really start paying attention, they're going to see these shifts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're going to see that changes are happening. You know, but I think what happens is people are really busy, you mm-hmm. know, and their lives are really full and they're maybe just not noticing, you know, when something is changed or they talk themselves out of it, you know, all oh, that's just crazy talk that I think that's different, you know, but I've, I've, seen probably, I've probably seen a dozen instances in the last six, seven months, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I'm also watching for it too. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And what's really interesting, you know, it really, and truly can't be refuted because there's, there's photo evidence. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I know that there's Photoshop and all of that. I, I frankly don't know how to use any of those things, but I I have pictures of all kinds of things that are different now, you know, so or just plain out and out experience. I've been there. It wasn't like that the last time, and now it's different again, you know, so right. I, I absolutely things are, are changing at a very fast clip. You know, I don't ever recall this kind of change before, right? No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's, there's absolutely a quickening taking place, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if the, the words and the reagents and the classes are any indication, I mean, it is just, it is on out to the finish. You know, I remember, it's been a couple of years ago now, yeah. the angel said, you know, there would be no more stays, no more delays. It would play out now into the finish. And right. probably the most exciting thing about that statement is that there's a finish line. We yeah, are going to right. get done. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. You know the the word that I hate the most. I don't hate it. I I don't like hearing it because it it's just kind of ambiguous in a lot of ways. Soon, okay. don't you just love that word? Soon, you know. You and that can mean anything. You know. They use it like it's like. Oh well, you know. Time in heaven is different than time here. You know. Well, it's soon for them. Well. Same for them could be a 1,000
0: years. Right, right. right. 1,000
3: years is a week in heaven. You know, well, we'll do it next week. Well, thank you for that.
0: (laughs) Well, it is. Good things are coming. I can feel the energies coming as well. Oh, yeah. They are coming. Um, And, um, but I think it's a mistake to think that we don't have to, we just sit back and don't do anything. Because all of us have a part part to play. We're here to learn lessons and help each other and make this world a a better place. And um, there are scammers out there. You have to be careful. Anybody who tells you to sit back and and, uh, not do anything is is wrong information because we all have to work on on doing it and do something.
3: I've told people for many, many years, I said, it's more important to live what you speak. Mm You know, The best way to teach is to live it. Right. I can't I can't tell you how many times, you know, something would occur and I would ask God, what would he have me do? And he said, show up, bring me there. So how important is that? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't like you had to go through some kind of fancy whatever. It's, you know, be the vessel, mm-hmm. you know, and show up and bring me there. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we sometimes think that it requires some big pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. when it just means, you know choose to be who you already are and that is a child of God and you know one of the things the angels said too was everybody is a servant in heaven you might as well get used to it so all these people that cover covet power and control I promise you they're not gonna they're not gonna one get there and two you you get there you're not gonna want any of those things anyway how can I help you what can I do for you you know, and I think I, I said to you before, they're bringing it to my my remembrance right now. So somebody, somebody needs to hear it. You know, they showed me a picture one time and it was a picture of heaven and uh, everybody had different colored robes. And they said to me, do you want to know why there's different colored robes? And I said, well, sure, if you want to tell me. He said well the different colored robes tell the people when you come to them whether you're going to learn from them or them from you
0: really interesting and, and okay. when
3: you learn whatever it is they're teaching your robes will automatically change colors
0: mm-hmm. wow cool
3: okay. so i thought that was kind of interesting too mm-hmm. so it's all about learning and growing and learning and growing and learning and growing it, it never stops because You know, I look at everything over the last 30 years, you know, that God has shown me in my practice and what have you. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, Lord, there just can't be nothing else. (laughs) What else can there be? And, you know, something new will come that I hadn't even considered, you know. And and God told me many times before, he said, don't limit me by what you can think of. You know, because I don't know what I don't know.
0: Well, what uh, what Adama told uh, me and a and a good psychic friend uh, last year was to expect the unexpected.
3: Oh yeah, and that
0: goes for this year too. I bet. So expect. I, the I unexpected. think we're going to see
3: things that have never been seen before.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I I think I probably told you, if not, it's it's worth it's worth repeating. You know, in in Revelations where it talks about. John the the beloved seeing new Jerusalem coming down you know they showed me that picture again and it's been about maybe a year ago now but you know everything is about perception you know and so when they showed it to me you know I saw the earth coming up not new Jerusalem coming down because if 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 new or if new Jerusalem is the holy city and God changes not I just can't imagine that New Jerusalem would come down. It's it's us coming up. That so makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that the fact that they showed me that says I'm going to see that.
0: Mm-hmm. Or yes. else they
3: wouldn't have shown it to me.
0: Yeah, I think you what, will.
3: What would be the point?
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: But tremendously exciting things that are going on. When when they started doing the cosmic clearings, it's like it it just blew my mind
0: Uh uh-huh how
3: amazing that is
0: Mm. you know Mm.
3: so like i said i have a two-day class for that we're going to do the 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 conference and we're going to we're going to do the clearing in the conference too we just won't go through the full you know nine yards but you'll you'll certainly get you know the gist of it and receive the the
0: benefit of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let me ask you a fun question
3: they're all fun ted
0: Well it's 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 one I hadn't thought about before, but I think it's possible. Do you think there'll be a point at, at some point in the future where humanity will be able to um, maybe not fly like a bird, but able to travel through I mean, you can do that astrally now, but to take their bodies and travel through the atmosphere, different places on the planet? I mean you can do that astrally anyway. So
3: Well think about this, you know, if you're if you're talking about ascension and you're talking about 5D, 6D or above. I mean, you, you know, you really and truly, you, you're talking about the invisible light bands. And if we're truly light beings, uh-huh, right. how hard would that be?
0: Right, right, yeah. You
3: mm-hmm. just think where you want to go and, and you translate there. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: sure, right. Mm-hmm.
3: And I, I think the other thing that, that's going to be interesting to watch, you know, and, and I truly don't know how it's going to manifest. I know that it's going to manifest in some form or fashion or else so they wouldn't have spoken about it. Mm-hmm. you know, what these things, you know, reagent-wise turn on, you know, it's going to be that innate wisdom, you mm-hmm. know, and so it won't matter that mistranslations were done or omissions happen or or, or any of that. It's just not going to matter because the divine blueprint is already inside of us mm-hmm. and all the information therein is also inside of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might look at it from the perspective of akashic records or what have you but i think it even supersedes that i think there's divine wisdom that is instilled in us but until you get to a high enough resonance it's not going to turn on you know you don't give two-year-olds matches and complain that the fire you know the house burns down you know so you got to get to a certain level of maturity you know before that that information is activated and i think we're very very close to that point you know because in 2020 there was a word given that said you know help is on the way building for critical mass praise god so there's going to be this point where you're going to have some kind of breakover, and things are just just going to start happening you mm-hmm. know uh, i don't think we're that far from that
0: no, we're not. Um, the, uh, from what I've been told by the Atlanteans uh, is that a uh, message that I received from them is that they put what what call, what's called a hall of records, and they put it in three places. One was at the left foot of the Sphinx, second spot in Bimini, and a third place in the Yucatan Peninsula. And for the records in the, the third head of the Sphinx outside of Cairo in Egypt, um, People have to be of a, a sufficiently high frequency in order to access that information and interpret it and get into it. Because right. if you're if you're negative and lower third, you're not going to be able to get into it. It's going to appear as solid rock. Right. But you have to be in a high vibration, and that's coming soon.
3: I and, think so too. I yeah. was shown actually that that uh, same area that you're talking about in Egypt. I was shown that. Gosh, I don't. I want to say at least twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. and said that if you walked in there and you were not of the right you know level of of, vibration vibration or what have you that that all you would see would be a room that was plundered really yeah
0: yeah interesting
3: stuff in there you know it was broken plundered and they would think oh well it it was already robbed but if you were of the right right uh, vibration and resonance you could you could walk into the real one I see. Okay. And it, it has the history of everything.
0: That's uh that's gonna be interesting. It's yeah. like the The prophecy that I wrote that I read. It's the same thing. It mm-hmm. contains the history of humanity going back that far. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I think it I think it even even supersedes Alexandria.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. yeah I, I think this I, was
3: even pre Atlantean and all of that.
0: Zora and I I think The Talosians have told me that, or Diane Robbins have told me, at Shasta, that um, the the Library of Alexandria is actually uh, in the Aegean Sea um, in another higher dimension, but it's there. Mm -hmm. And all the books that were in that original library were transported there. And and she said that I spent a lot of time there, actually. Um, I, I like libraries, and that's one of the places I go, so, yeah
3: yeah i think a lot of it just just like talking about the the um the different planets you know there are people or individuals living there but they're 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 actually operating in different dimensions so they're not in our perception at the time but i think it's going to be very exciting you know when our resonance goes up high enough you know I, I think about what they had said yeah they'd come to me one day and they says, "Well, do you want to know why there's invisible light bands?" And I said, well, of course, if you want to tell me, it says, because you're not high enough to see them yet. But oh, they, really? very important three letter word, yet. Okay. Huh. And they said, huh. you know what, what resides in invisible light bands? I said, well, if you want to tell me, said angelics and higher, you know, so really? okay. as we start translating higher and higher, right. we're going to start seeing the angelics and higher. You know, so I think people should should get excited about that and 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 know that that's coming. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been there helping us the whole time, you know, and they told me, I guess it was sometime about a year and a half or something ago that, you know, the angelics were tied to us. If we don't ascend, they don't ascend. They don't get to go higher if we don't go higher. So they're absolutely invested in us going higher. Uh They're tired of this too, you know.
0: (laughs) I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, when everything is all said and done and this planet has ascended and we're living in a peaceful, harmonious existence, this will be an example, I'm told, for other civilizations around this universe and galaxy to look at us as as a way, as a blueprint for all species to live in harmony, in peace. Because it's the big universe and there's other places where there is conflict and right. they could, those other species and races could look at us to see how we are doing too. So, and how to structure their own societies so that we can get along with each other. Because if there's God within all of us and they say, well, if, if it's God within all of us, then we should really get along with each other. Because if you fight, we're just fighting ourselves. And that's true with other species, I would think as well. Don't you?
3: Well, I think that that we're gonna we're gonna really have to broaden our our thoughts, you know, and and what we are are standing on, or maybe not standing on. I, I think, you know, just looking at at what they've had me do, you know, the angels had me do about clearing people for, you know, cosmic allergies, if for lack of a better term, I don't know if there's a better term, but it It really just widened my parameters, you know it's like okay we're we're not even talking about you know do you have hay fever? <laughs> I mean, you know I mean it just blew my mind, you know when uh we watched people who have difficulty with motion sickness, they're allergic to the rotation of the earth, oh, you're kidding, wow, and so okay. when you you clear them for that it it's 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 better. You know so i mean it's just stuff like that that you never even considered as something that you needed to clear for you know and there there's wonderful clearing techniques and of course you can use radionics for that and sound for that which you know when we do the conference i'm certainly going to do that with the bowl Uh, yeah 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 so that that i'm absolutely bringing that to the table because it it's just powerful stuff you Mm -hmm. know uh in in the last class they gave they gave four major reagents that I thought were just incredible. Yeah. And you know, on the first day of class, you know, you do your your, your setup and your primer and you kind of educate people on dowsing and what have you. But a lot of times what happens is is day two, you know, the angels take over and it just totally goes off script, which is wonderful. I mean, you know, anytime the Holy Spirit can be in charge, it's great. But um, they they did a, a reagent that, that that balances the third eye with the pineal gland optic nerve and optic chasm. You know, I see clearly living waters about how, how we do the Holy Spirit and, and how we use our water in our body, because we're supposed to be 70 percent water. Right. And they also gave the God program, which is God's divine blueprint for man. And it, it was like, oh, my God, you know, and, and I had this one gal asked me, you know, because they'll give scriptures, you know, and everybody, everybody looks at me and they think oh she's a biblical scholar right <laughs> mm-hmm. no i am not you know they will give me you know a scripture and i will say whatever scripture they give and so this gal asked me about you know where you know did i get all this this stuff and i told her you know that that the angels give it to me and so they asked her would you like to have it and so they gave a reagent called the word and mm-hmm. so those are just the the four that I have gotten at the last class. They usually always give reagents at a class, and you never know what they're going to give. I see. It's uh, always wonderful.
0: Michelle, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt my friend, but uh, we've got about two minutes left, two, three minutes left. Okay. And I asked for more time, but we've got, uh, that's that's okay. But that's no problem. Uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Boy, time's gone by fast. We have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> always good yeah so good to talk to you and um you'll be part of my galactic wisdom conference next month and people want to sign up just go to www.galacticwisdomconference.com and um it's by zoom so no matter where you are in the world you can you can you can listen and um it's going to be an exciting year it's going to be a good year for everyone Uh, i'm not going to say it's not going to be without challenges but you know what we're going to get through them all and we're, we'll create. We'll come on the other side, creating a much better and happier planet. And uh, we are getting help. We're getting help from God. We're getting help from the plidians We're getting help from the Galactic Alliance. From the Arcturians, Sirius B, you name it. It's there, and they're helping us. So, and I want people to know that um, because this is a positive uh, program. Um, I I I um, I want to emphasize the the, the the good things coming today and to be, give people hope for the future because there are good things coming. You know, it's easy to get maybe depressed about what's going on and I have my moments too, but I want everyone to know that we have a beautiful bright future ahead of us. And um, uh, my show is a non listener supported show and if you'd like to support us just go to my website on BBS or at www.OutOfThisWorld1150.com I'm also on nine other social media sites um, including CloudHub, Twitter, Bitshoot, Gab, Getter, um, Odyssey, oh boy, a bunch of them. <laughs> so anyway, and I will be going back to Mount Shasta later this year, Peru, and Sedona. So more details, just send me an email to outofthisworld, 1150 at gmail.com, or outofthisworldradio um, at uh, protonmail.com. And, I, and uh, Michelle, go ahead and have the last couple of seconds here to wrap up. Well, I,
3: I'm in total agreement. I don't. I don't think it's going to get better. I think it's already better, and it's just going to get better again. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's going to be steadily going higher and higher, and the higher you go, the better it's going to be. Right. So I'm. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I've waited my whole life for this time frame.
0: Many lifetimes. Yeah. <laughs> I've waited seven hundred and twenty lifetimes.
3: Yeah.
0: seven uh, fifty-two thousand years, approximately. Seven.
3: 7- I, I must be just a glutton for punishment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're very patient and you're very dedicated, um, and, um, you know, that's, um, you have to be patient on this planet, because it's not easy. Of all the planets in the universe, guess which one's the toughest one to affect any positive change? This one right now, you know.
3: Well, we've, we've had for, for quite some time, I don't know how many millennium we could check, but, you yeah. know, we've been caught in the Peter Pan syndrome. You know, age does not maturity make in spiritual terms. And and what is re- being required in this ascension is to grow up spiritually.
0: Yeah, you know? right, I so agree, yeah.
3: That's, yeah. that's a choice you have to make. That's not forced on you like you ate and you grew to so many feet. Yeah. You know, that's a choice you have to make. Right, right, right. And no that's choice right. is a choice of no. See, everybody wants to kind of cop out and not make a choice, but no choice is a choice of no. Because if you can't say yes, you've said no.
0: Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. I think I'll be doing my show. i got to check my schedule in Vienna on Monday, but that's on Radio Soul International. Um, but anyway, that's, a, that's www.radiosoul.at. Uh, that's my German and English show, but it's always fun there. And uh, um, I want to thank you so much for, um, for coming on today. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Michelle and I can't wait to have you as my speaker, one of my one of my keynote speakers next month. Um, Thank you. And I want everyone to know it's it's a tough time I know for some people around the planet, but I want to know people it's going to get better. It is going to get better, and we're getting help. And we all have that spark of God within us. Um, if people have are shedded upon, or they've got health issues, or have taken even taken the jab, there are solutions. To heal you as well. Oh, and absolutely.
3: I, you know,
0: I've got a, a remedy sheet I'm happy to send anybody for free. Just send me an email to out of this world, 1150 uh, at gmail.com or out of this world radio at protonmail.com. I'm happy to send it to anybody for free um, because the purpose of this show is to make the make this world a better place and prepare people for the ascension, which is happening right now. You know, you and I, we've, we've both waited tens of thousands of years in. in uh for this moment to occur yep i'm ready and it's happening right now <laughs> it is <laughs> we've got a we've got a second american revolution coming up in three weeks so uh anyway we've got to close but anyway uh Estelle <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today it's been so much fun and don and thanks, Doug, so thank it. you and so much my friends for all your fantastic support much love to everyone thanks so much for listening everybody
3: take care ted
0: cheers all right Bye-bye. bye bye bye